It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Life's so full on. I've been working on this deck for ages. These steaks don't cook themselves, you know. Life's good with a Trex deck. Composite decking made from 95% recycled materials that won't rot, stain or fade. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Welcome to episode 29 of the Carlton Show. Lovely to be back after a couple of weeks where we've all uh, just cooled our heels and dusted ourselves off after a, uh, another tough season. A lot to talk about tonight uh, and on this week's on this pod as we whip our way through the player review at the end of 2017. Going to whip our way through uh, the season of every listed player at Carlton. If you agree or disagree, let us know at the Carlton Show. Feel free to send your thoughts in. Hello, Paul Barbaza. Andy, Gex, what's going on, boys? It's racing season now for us. It is. Spring's in the air. G'day, viewers. How are you going? Viewers, listeners. Oh, well, no one's viewing a thing. Paul Hogan-esque. Speaking of the racing, it got off to a nice little start the other day. It sure was. 300 going when Rioli ambled up on the outside. (laughs) King Kalo looks to the left, looks to the right, pushes the button on Rioli, and he it away. <laughs> and Andy's jumping up and down and Gecko and Baz have filled up their pockets, you little beauty. Uh, so just keep an eye out for a little one we've got to share in. Uh, by the name of Rioli, I didn't name it, but uh, and it's not named after Cyril. It's named after Morris. Its mum is our tigress. So hence the tiger, hence the Rioli. So um, there's a little... There's a little lead for uh, any listeners of the Carlton Show. Uh, before we get stuck into the uh, review, we'll do it in number order as we did it at the start of the year. Uh, Ep 29, it belongs to one and one only, doesn't it? I think so, yeah. Yeah, it looks, looks like that way, yeah. there aren't too many to choose from this time. I had really. no idea. I just plucked out Beaumont and Scotland and then I think you've talked about one or two others. So. Yeah, well, there's only been two premiership players where the number, uh, Jimmy Morris and Alan Green Shields back in the 20s and the 40s. Mm-hmm. Um and uh, Heath Scotland's the only best and fairest winner to ever wear number 29, the record games holder in the jumper. Bowie played 150 in it and wore it with great distinction, of course. Probably had the most famous game. Played 150 with yeah, us, yeah, Beaumont. Yeah, and probably had the most famous game in the number 29 jumper, to be honest. Hmm. Didn't he? Kicking those eight goals. Against the dreaded arch rival. It's against it was against Collingwood. It was against Collingwood. Was it against Collingwood? Might I think it might have been yeah, against Collingwood at the I think it might have been. Yeah, could be. it was. So, um, but Heath Scotland, um, how many did he play? For Carlton, he yeah. played 200 and... Yeah, there you go. He played 215 games for He's Carlton. He's a good player, boys. Oh, he was a very good player. He played good Heath servant. Scotland. Absolutely. Yeah, really yep. good servant. And probably one of the best things Collingwood's given us. Yeah. One of the best things yeah. Collingwood's given us. Oh, they've given us a few duds. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think oh, of it. Can we think of a better one off the top of our heads? I can't. Collingwood. What has Collingwood given us? But the shits. Um, <laughs> well, in no particular order. Mick Moldhouse. <laughs> Dale Thomas. Not many have come. Pete from, McKenna. Not uh, many have come from Collingwood to Carlton. A few have gone the other way. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they, did they give us one of the Cloak brothers? 
Oh, Cameron. Yeah. He got the kick up the ass from Santana helping. <laughs> uh, I can't um, think, actually. No, nah, neither can I. No. But it's anyway, it's That's probably one of the best things they've given us. Yeah, no doubt about that. Um, so, this look, this is such an arbitrary thing. Uh, we're obviously going to have a chat about the seasons from every single one of them, so you might want to settle in. Um, we've decided to put a rating alongside the players. This is just because these are the things that people do, don't you? You put a number alongside somebody's season. I've given a basic outline as to how what their number should represent. It's basically come up with this. What they did this season, the player that is, versus your pre-season expectation going in. So, you know, for example, um, if Mark Murphy going in was about an eight and a half rated player and he's had a Mark Murphy type season, then he probably gets rated about eight, eight and a half. If he's had a better season than where you sort of had him benchmark at the start of the year, then um, he's in the nines, I suppose. But if he's had a poorer season than the one you thought he, you thought he should have going into the season, then you're going to mark him lower than that. That's about what you've done, more well, or less. Well, I hope so. Okay. I, I, once I give you the scores, maybe you can say I best. No, 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 it's all right. Mm. But that's round about the kind of rule of thumb that we've used. So, are mm, okay. uh, you ready to get stuck in? Yeah. All right. Who wants to lead the batting off? Number one, Jack Silvani. Uh, I rated him a seven. Well, yeah, we'll save that to the end. I mean, we want to lead up to the number, a little bit of drama. Got to expl- have a chat about the season okay. he played, and well, then okay. we'll reveal our number at the well, end. Well, last year he played eight games Correct. of footy. Correct. This year he ended up playing 20 games of Correct. football. Correct. So his average disposals was around about the same. He, he actually kicked 12 goals more, as you'd expect, playing the extra 12 games. I think at the start of the year I said if he played... Around about the same or about 12 games, I thought that was a pass mark. That was mark. a pass mark. And yep. I thought if you could get a goal a game, again, that's something that I was looking at, a goal a game. Spot on. So what's uh, he done? He's played 20 games and a goal a game. Yeah, 19 goals, 20 goals. Yep. Uh, yeah, so I think that's hit right on the mark. Uh, ball in hand, we know he's good. Um, uh, he's smart with the footy and he's absolutely committed. Um, the only thing I'll say is that perhaps... He can, as he's a young player, would, and he's copped his fair share of injury this year, I would have thought. Shoulders and knocks and uh, back injury early in the year. So I think he's pushed through really, really, uh, you know, like a tiger, really, to push through through uh, adversity. So I would say the only thing is, that for me, was that he kind of, and it's probably the position he plays, he does uh, drift in, and out yeah, of yeah. the game, and that's probably the position he plays. It's that that's I I'm not sure how you actually get better at that because he's probably going to be a, a maybe a twelve to fifteen possession type player at most if he does play down the forward line. Um, doesn't look like he goes through the middle. There's potential of playing a little bit of back, but I think he's come on, and I think he's had a really good year. I gave him a seven. What about you? Pretty much agree. Um, Number of games shows his resilience. Uh, 19 goals were invaluable given we aren't a dramatically uh, potent team at this stage. Uh, those 19 goals are all fairly valuable in the context of that. Um, I think he showed his versatility with a few runs through the back line where he, he certainly hasn't let anyone down in that role. Um, just the ability to sort of swing from one position to another doesn't seem to phase him, which is great. Um, and obviously invaluable learning for a full, basically a full season of footy for a guy in his second year. So 
they're all massive ticks. Um, I think he's just got to work on his his ability to get through more um, effort. You know, they say it takes three or four years to build a proper tank mm. in preseason. So, you know, all all being good, and, and he doesn't have to have any post season ops and things that'll set him back. I'm not sure because he had a few shoulder niggles. I'm sh- he's already had the shoulder op. All, Has he? he's, he's already one? had it. I think all the guys who are uh, have had setbacks this year or have gone in for post season. Uh, clean-ups and tidy-ups and all that sort of stuff. I think the prognosis on just about all of them is that they'll be ready to go first day pre-season training. Yeah, good. So they've, they've timed, mm. you know, they've managed a lot of guys in the second half of the year. Probably to, explain, to be ready, yeah, to probably explain yeah. why he missed the Sydney game as well, you know, yeah, get yeah, it over yeah. and done with yeah. it. Yeah, look, he comes up, gets some moles in the legs and, and just continues to develop. There's, there's, there's an abundance of learning to do, you know, for all of these young guys mm. still. And I'm sure that's going to be a real um, emphasis in the in this upcoming season. What number did you give? What, what did you what did you rate? <coughs> I agree with Baz. I gave him a seven so out of I. ten. So three, we're three sevens across the board for him. Um, I think he'll take away, and we talked about this during the year, but he'll take away the goal in the back of his mind. He's going to remember kicking that goal against the Gold Coast Suns, and then he's going to remember. When, I think it was the Melbourne game, wasn't? We eventually got beaten, but he. Took it on. Was it that we kicked three, I reckon, that day? Remember the one he took on? He was sort of got the ball. Was it the Melbourne game? Out the back, and he was he could have laid it off, but he decided from about 35 or 40 to take it on board and settle down and kick the goal, and he kicked it. Um, I think it was the Melbourne game. Oh, I, I can't, can't remember, remember can't but remember but it was that game. I reckon he's going to um, have some a lot of really positive thoughts about um, his where he belongs, that he, that he fits now. Um, if there was any doubt that you know he was he'd been given a leg up because of the surname, I reckon he's not going to worry about that anymore. If he was worried about, the, I don't think he worried about that in the, at any stage anyway. But he looks like a kid that's made of all the right stuff, you know, mentally. Uh, he's got great character, um, and we've given him a seven across the board. So that's a pretty significant tick for Jack Silvani. Gecko, you can kick off with number three because we don't have a number two. Uh, Mark Murphy's. Uh, yeah, how did you see it? Look, he had a he had a magnificent start to the season this year. Probably his best, I would have thought. Um, first five or six games were just right up there with maximum ratings from what I could see. Um, he plateaued a little bit mid-season. I thought possibly he was carrying a few niggles. It seemed to affect... Um, Maybe, maybe not so much. He's running, certainly not straight line running, but his kicking seemed to deteriorate a little bit at that point. And um, he um, probably had to sacrifice a little bit as well towards the the middle and late stages of the year once Kerno and Cripps were out of the side. He had to sacrifice his game, which which probably um, deteriorated the better parts of what he can produce from an outside and finishing perspective. So, you know, weighing all that up, um, he's got through 22 games, which is, you know, there's a number of guys who got through the whole season. He's one of them. Amazing resilience, given he had a history with injury that had cost him games previous seasons. So, and I think I think on the whole, uh, as captain, I think he led the side really well as w- uh, again this year, and, and um, 
showed a high standard for the others to follow. So I'm weighing all that up. I've, you know, I haven't, I, 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 his, his uh, stats are all pretty much at his optimum, if not slightly higher as well on previous years. I'm, I'm giving him an 8 out of 10. Good, good. Um, 22 <coughs> games, as you said. He, his, his stats are up. Like in just the key basic stat categories, kicks, marks, handballs, tackles, clearances, contested possessions, up on his career stats. So he's so in terms of up, up, up on his career, he right? He was extremely up on his average disposals up. from last year. He only played uh, 11, 10 games, 10, like, 10 11 yeah, games yeah, last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. And he was only averaging, back then he was only averaging 21 pos- uh, disposals a game. He averaged almost 30 a yeah, game. So he's, he's blown him out of the water he in certainly that regard. Has, in that area. The only, to the only goals? Uh, well, goals and score assists are down. And, and this is the area, score of scoring and goal assists are down this year on his career average. Oh, on his oh, career score, average. Is that, scoring, is that the same as score involvement? Uh, well, de- score is, it's it, a depends, yeah. it depends where you're sourcing your stats from. But score involvement is on top of the list, but I don't know what that compares well, to goal, in goal, other years. No, goal assists are different. Goal assists is, different. is almost yeah, yeah. the last. The last one. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And he's down on that, is he? he on his career data. So, And okay. this is where I think Mark Murphy's got to be. Hmm. That's where he's going to be we need, most da- We need him dangerous around goals, yeah, don't yeah, we? Yeah, Either assisting or kicking them. Or kicking them. And clearly he was down. He's down on both of those categories. So. So he's got a – that's his area for me where next year when I mark him, I think that, you know, with this team evolving and players emerging sort of beneath him uh, and around him for that matter, um, he has to play a different role for us and that's going to be more front of centre. Um, I took him – I shaved a quarter of a point off him for around 23. I, I, I remember we talked about it at the time and – um, just that one effort. I, I can't get it out of my brain. Um, I keep seeing it. I'm having nightmares about it. And on the outer wing, so I've shaved him a quarter point. I've given him eight as well, Gecko. So I probably had him at, at a um, about an eight or an eight, a half, eight and a half going in. And I've got him at, as an eight at the end of the season. So well, I can't really sort of uh, add to what you've said about the bloke. Um, the only thing is that, uh, like Gecko said, when Cripps and Kerno failed to play the last seven odd games. I think uh, Gibbs and Murphy had to go into roles that um, they don't have that assist that they would normally have. Mm -hmm. (coughs) So I would say that might have... I mean, I lift his score, to be honest with you. I thought he was around about an eight, but I actually ended up with an eight, eight and a half. Fine, no worries. So we're well. There you go. For two players, you know, we're we're sort of around the mark. We're going in the, you know, just pull your mic up a little closer to your nose. Um, player number four, uh, Bryce Gibbs, finished fourth in our best and fairest. Was a fascinating. It was a fascination to me going into season two thousand and seventeen, uh, given, you know, the stuff that had been going on with him uh, off the field in the off season. Uh, I think we're all very, very, very keen to see how he kind of what he took out onto the field and the sort of attitude and mindset. He took into season 2017 as a Carlton player. What did you see, Babs? What I saw in uh, Bryce Gibbs was 22 games of football uh, based on last year. I'm just going on last year to this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, average disposals, exactly the same. Goals, one down, which is nothing. Uh, marks, probably an extra one and a half a game. Uh, tackles, probably an extra one a game this year. Uh, coming into the season... Not really knowing the end of the last. Sorry, we did know at the end of last season, he obviously 
there was a trade potential trade. Uh, they didn't get it done. He stayed. I think Andy put it fairly and squarely under his nose early in the year to say, if you're going to stay at Carlton or if it's going to be your last year, let's make it a good one. It was a good one. Mm. It certainly was a good one. He's in every every top five stat at our club. Uh, goals, fifth with 17. Uh, score involvements, uh, second behind Murphy. Efficiency with his disposals, third behind Doherty. Contested possessions, second behind Murphy. Tackles on top. Uh, clearances uh, on top. Uh, Metres gained, fourth. Um, and that's about it. Um, He's had a hell of a year. Uh, that's a hell of a year. I was almost going to give him a higher score, but I just pulled him back a little bit. Uh, I, I had him the same as... I can't split him and Murph. Eight, eight and a half. There you go. Go on, Gex. Uh, look, I agree. Um, he had a... <clears throat> in comparison to Murph, he had a slower start to the year. Um, probably took him three or four games to get going this, this time around, which... We can all uh, speculate whatever reason that was. What I was really uh, impressed with Bryce in particular was <clears throat> the amount of character he showed, which you might we might not have rated him for that part of his game, just that ability to show character and leadership on the field this time round. And I think the uh, the stat that really emphasises that more than any is his tackling stat, which has simply gone through the roof this mm. this season. I didn't think he had that part of his game that he showed there in him. I didn't see that previous mm. to this season. Mm. You know, this this I, he's been a, an, an enigma to me for years. It's a great word. I've I've Boring, yeah. I've really. I've I've ridden him hard for a long time because I've always had a nagging feeling there was so much more that he could be giving than he they actually showed a lot of the time. And then when you see him play that game like he played at Gold Coast, where you, nobody could have played a better game than that, no one in the comp. And he, as I say, his tackling statistics are consistently high for the whole season. You just say, well where's this stuff been, you know, like it, it's been uncorked. It's another part of him that's come out this year. So, you know, hats off to him. And at the age of 28 or 29 next March, uh, we're still maybe haven't seen the best of him. So I look forward to what we see in the future. I'm giving him a, an eight and a half out of 10. Well, high praise. I'm giving him, I'm, I'm exactly the same as you. I, I had him, I had him, Step for step with Murphy in terms of where I had him at the start of the year and where they fin and the season they produced, I, I had him alongside one another in terms of my own where I saw them as players, which is um, a credit in particular to Gibbs, given you know what you both have already spoken about in that he he can't have been comfortable. He can't have been comfortable with the way his life away from Princes Park was playing out. You know through that off season, I think. He would have wanted to, and I haven't spoken to him about this, and he's a pretty private bloke. He doesn't do a lot of this sort of stuff, and I'm not sure he'll ever really open up about um, you know, the whys and wherefores and how it made him feel. But I can only imagine that he must have been particularly unsettled through that period of time. You know, His wife with the young baby, or his partner with the young baby, wanted to go home for deeply personal reasons, and he couldn't get it done. And that 
can't be an easy thing no, no to, to get through, you know. So for him to put his head down and play the sort of footy that you two have spoken about, his footy with a Bryce Gibbs-type hard nose edge to it. It's not a hard nose edge that other players might bring to their footy, but it, with from his perspective, it was about as blue-collar as he can get this year. I'm just massive props to him. I reckon it was a credit to him as an individual, and I'm not sure he has got the credit that he deserves from outside um, you know, the Carlton family. And even within the Carlton family, there are people that always want to lay the boots into Bryce Gibbs. He's a, he's a polarising character yep. uh, and performer. Um, and this is what happens when you're a team at the bottom end of the table. A lot of the deeds of its players don't get the sort of credit that they might otherwise deserve if you're putting your team in premiership contention. But I just thought he was, I thought he was uh, remarkable given what he went through at the start of the year. Nothing to add. I've given him an eight. I've given him Murphy eight and him an eight. So that's where they were at the start of the year for me. And they've ended up, they've maintained their status and they go into next year wherever they're playing, um, you know, with a high expectation alongside their names. Uh, number five, Bagsy. One of the first time we get to see him, yeah. uh, his first season, Samo. What did you make of it? I thought it was, um, I had no idea who this guy was. I heard a few little things about him. Had no idea he'd play round one, and he did. No preseason. No preseason. Or oh, sorry, he uh, he had a preseason, but he was delayed somewhat. You think he had four weeks? Oh yeah, so yeah, 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 yeah. So they play in round one. He ends up playing twenty games of football <laughs> in his first year. Unbelievable. I've seen him do things this year. I'm not sure I've seen. Too many Carlton players do, in all the time I've been watching the Carlton Footy Club, I'm genuinely excited about this guy. For him to average 14 disposals, kick 10 goals, three and a half marks a game, five tackles. Uh, He's in some of those areas that I mentioned before, um, clearances, uh, tackle, tackles. Tackle counts ridiculous. Third, third. Nearly, uh, nearly five tackles a game he averaged. He's a whippet. He's a dead set whippet. So I'm probably going to um, – I've rated him, and uh, I've rated him very well. I'm a bit shocked at what I rated him at, but <laughs> but uh, I gave a bloke on his first year – I I bloody gave him an eight. <laughs> Fair enough. No problem. And there might be a few saying, Ooh, that's generous, and you know what? You might be right. But challenge me if you like. But think about uh, this is where this becomes important to understand where the numbers coming from. Mm. Yeah, your preseason ex- what you expected I had from no this expect- guy? No, none. What were your expectations of this fellow going into the start of the season? All right, right? answer that. Answer yeah. that question simply. I would say if he played ten games, six, six, six or yep. eight games of footy, yep. I would have been happy. Um, if he had to show me something, or shown me, shown the club something, shown the supporters something, that would have been great and you probably would have got a five out of me. What he's done is yeah, no, he gets an eight from me. Mm. And like, <clears throat> the rating we give someone like SBS, you don't compare to a Murphy or a Gibbs. Nope. No, nope. no, no, that's right. It's, and don't, exactly, we're, we're exactly at, we're right. Thank a, you. A yeah, freshman yeah, yeah. here in his first year of football, <laughs> What do you expect of him playing his first year of football? Well, Not much, would as, you? as you said, you know, a handful of games. You'd like to see a little bit of, uh, you know, well, this, I can see a sign for the future, yeah. this, yeah. that, and the other. This guy has got 
an average of 14 disposals, five tackles, 4.75 tackles a game, and in particular, six half half seven of those disposals are contested yes, positions. Contested 50-50 yeah, split, yeah, exactly. So, uh, he starts... He starts with a delay, as you said. You know, he had four weeks, five weeks before he was training. He had no training whatsoever recovering from a quad. Plays first up, played respect, respectful football, maintained his position on merit. Yep. Had a little um, bit of a lull mid-year, for whatever reason. Mid-year, and the club did really well by him, giving him that break, you know. Um might have been mental more than physical. Who he's knows? carrying a huge load first year. But the amazing thing is, he's he's finished the season full of running. Oh, he, he wasn't just hanging on. Was massive. He wasn't just hanging nope. on. He's, some of his best numbers were towards the end of the year. Correct. So, correct. This guy has easily surpassed expect, expectations, yep. and as a result, you have to mark him highly. I've given him an eight as well. <laughs> yeah, I've Jeez. given him. Yeah, yeah, I can't. There's nothing I can add to what you two have said. You've said it perfectly. Uh, I've given him a seven and a half, and um, that's what he carries into next year. So he starts two thousand when the ball is bounced at the start of two thousand and eighteen. Uh, he is a set, he carries a figure of eight eight seven and a half as far as we see it, and then we will measure him next year alongside um, the form and the standard that he's established for himself. And there's every this possibility year. that could fall. It could. Well, we'll have you a look at mean, when, we, well, when we get to blah, Jake, blah, well, we'll get to Jacob yeah. Wittering a bit later. Now he played twenty two games yeah, yeah, last yeah, year, and. Yeah. Uh, we'll get to him um, a bit later on. So, uh, outstanding, Prochesky Seaton, outstanding. And I agree with you, Baz. I think there's something very, very special about him in terms of the way he plays his footy. Um, number six, boys, uh, the all-time fave, still hasn't signed a contract at this stage for next year. It's, only, it's a matter of time. Like, right. I'm told okay. by the club, don't worry. It's just, he, he's, you know, Simo's probably the sort of bloke that's saying to him, listen, work out everyone else, work yeah. out what you've got yeah. left. Uh, and then come and see me. I'm not holding a gun to anyone's head. I'm going to play for you. Of course, I'm staying here. And whatever you've got left for me, once you've done all the deals to get uh, whoever you're trying to get to the club uh, done, then you can come and see me and we'll have a chat about it. I reckon I wouldn't be surprised if Cade Simpson's doing that and the footy club will look after him. But as we sit here now on Tuesday night, he still hasn't signed anything for 2018. Well, you better. Yeah, it's only a matter of time. So, um, Gex started off. Kate Simpson season. I've got some interesting, interesting thoughts on Simo, but I'm not going to elaborate until we do another show about this subject. So <clears throat> I'll oh, just uh, hold us in bloody down the track. Suspense. Here we go. Another bloody uh, another Silvani story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. It's, 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 not, it's <laughs> not an anecdote. It's more of an opinion. But uh, look, he's another guy. Paid 22 games. Mm. It, it, he's just one of the most resilient footballers in AFL history, let alone at our club or the the competition in history. This fifth all time he is now on our games played list. He's a he's a freak. Fifth um, all time. Look at the names in front of him. And he had a slow, he champions. Had a, a re- Only champions. Relatively in front of slow start to the season. Yep, definitely. He, he took a while to get his um, appetite for the game back up to its normal standards. Which is probably natural at whatever age he is now. What is he? 33, 34? 33, Yeah, he'll be thirty four next May. Um. But he regained his combative character. He was in the middle of most of our battles when the whips were cracking. And, you know, we're just so used to seeing Simo in those situations. Whenever it, whenever it's there to be won, he'll be there, basically. You can guarantee it. It's part of his DNA, and that's always going to be who he is. Sometimes I might go as far as to say he, he tried to do too much. Sometimes I think he just wears 
that jumper with so much pride and passion that it, it, t- it tips him over the edge, which might not be always for the betterment of the team, which mm. it's a, a reverse praise, I guess you could call that. But um, I think on career stats, he might have been very, very slightly down, but certainly at a standard way above most and at a standard anybody would be more than happy with. I've given him uh, a seven and a half out of ten. Not a lot to add, Andy. Not a lot to add. You know my stance on the bloke is is my favourite mm-hmm. and will always be my favourite in this modern era that, that we're going through. Um, he's a warrior. Age is catching up. Age is catching up. And um, a lot of what Gecko says is absolutely on the money. Um, I could probably rate him down a little bit on... Uh, his efficiency with the ball because he wants to do things that uh, at the moment he may not be able to do like he once did, mm-hmm. but he's a freak of nature. I I believe he should have been the captain of the club uh, those three or four years ago. That's my opinion, and I'll stick by that. Uh, I believe he does lead the club anyway. Um, I've given him a... Uh, Seven and a half. I think he's your classic 75 percenter. But my standard for him coming into the year probably would have thought, I think he came second in last year's B and F. He had a really outstanding year last year. So I probably had him in as an eight and eight and a half. Mm. I think, as Gecko alluded to, he's just a little bit down in some areas and Mm. probably, uh, I mean, that's just the involvement of other players. And he's a general out there. We know that. But for me, he's a classic seven and a half. Oh, we've, we're seven and a half across the board. This, we haven't colluded on this. This, this, unbelievable. this, is, this is ridiculous. Um, it was his lowest handball count, just in pure total numbers, or average per game, I should say, since 2007. And it was his highest clanger count of his career. Now, that says to me that he, at this stage of his career, is being asked, he's, they're trying to reprogram him a little bit. And you look at guys like Doherty, a similar trend with him. Ed Curno, similar trend with him. Obviously, Brennan Bolton wants him to kick the footy yeah, more. Yeah, well, I was just going to say, it's an interesting stat with the handball. Yeah. Because yeah. I think we're not a handball inside, no, are we're we, not. by any stretch? And, 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 we're, and we're, yeah, we're lamenting yeah. the fact that we don't have a lot of overlap, natural yeah. overlap in our team. Now, he's uh, often last line. Yeah. So he doesn't have blokes sweeping from behind where he can just lay it off. And He used to be the give and get. He was he? that guy. He was the know? give and get and yep. run. And, but, you know, Jesus, at 34... He, you know, they're asking no. a lot of him to be that type of player, so they weren't asking him to do exactly. that. They're asking him to do something else. So just the numbers would suggest maybe that's the case. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah you're looking no, at, you're looking at the it. stats and, you know, that, that would that, – so I'm a seven and a half. I mean, this guy can give no more than he gives and he'll do it until, uh, you know, somebody says, Simo, thanks, but no thanks, mate. Uh, you've got nothing more to give. And he'll say, no worries, I'll go clean out my locker and I'll, we'll go and have a quiet beer and chat about what comes next. Um Number seven, uh, hasn't been delisted, just current status as we see here on this Tuesday night, hasn't been delisted yet, uh, hasn't been recontracted yet. So is pending, is in that state of limbo as they try to sort everything out. We're talking about Dylan Buckley. Uh, who wants to... Who wants to yeah, you, you I remember off. clearly what I said about Dylan podcast one. I believed it was going to be a big year for him. He, it needed to be a big year for. We all feared for him. I said, I think that fear is almost there. 
it's obviously it's a heavy heart, you know, when the name Buckley is potentially out the door, that's not a good thing. It can't be a good thing for anyone. 11 games last year. He managed one game this year. Um, I've just written here major, dis- major, major disappointment. Mm. Um, he played 18 games the year before that too. So he's played 29 coming in the last two. Right. So there you go. And, 18, one, and 11, one this year. One. Uh, I think he got reported in the... I think he got reported in the resis once for something minor. Yeah. Um, one thing I'll say, because we are blokes that watch the resis, I don't believe, and I, and I, and I asked Paul, who, who obviously goes to the resis all the time, I said, did he ever, Did you ever feel like he dropped his lip in the reserves this year? He said maybe for a very small period of time, but he did try his absolute guts out in the twos. Mm. This is clearly a kid who... Uh, it's not working. Whatever they want him to do is just not working. Will he get another crack at it? Oh, jeez. I reckon he's about 80-20 against at the moment. I, I can't see it. But, um, oh, God, I, I, gave him, I gave him a two. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, no, I tend to agree. Uh, one game for the year, so... It has to be. It has to be. It can't be anything more than a five out of ten. It has to be less, I would say, for a, a disappointing year. But I think as the years have gone on, the game has gotten further away from him rather than the other way around. I think it's become more premium in contested possession and defensive qualities where you have to win your own ball. And I don't think his body is made for that type of football. He. He's never really been able to handle the hustle and bustle side of the game uh, at the big boys level. And that's not his fault. He was born the way he was born. So uh, for whatever reason, um, it, he is where he is. Um, I'll, I'd give him a three out of ten. I gave him one. I was really I, this had to be the make or break year for him. He he probably went into the season, you know, rated in my mind a three and a half to four based on last year, because uh, I would have thought last year was not deserving of a pass mark. If mm. five's the starting point for a pass mark, so he would have mm. been below that going in. For all you mentioned the numbers, I mean, one game was just a major major disappointment. He had to push up and he had to push in this season. He hasn't been able to. He's gone backwards. And the two things that, because of the physical limitations that he's got uh, in terms of the body and the sort of football you probably want him to play, he has to be a very good decision maker and he has to be a very good user. And unfortunately, he's, he's neither. He's neither. And um, and, and we're, we're measuring him against the very best in the competition because that's what you've got to be hmm. to be playing 22 games a year at AFL level. And... Unfortunately for Bucks, he's just not. Um, and like you, Baz, it's with a heavy heart that you say these things about him, but um, we're not here to sugarcoat it. And I, I, I've given him one. So um, we wait and see what happens, mm. whether the club, you know, who knows? I don't know what the club's strategy is with him going forward, but um, we'll probably know sooner rather than later, I would imagine. Um that's from one end of the scale to the other, I imagine. Mm-hmm. Uh, number eight. Um, go on, you go mm. first. Well, this man, uh, he gave every indication that the wheel might have turned pre-season. Mm. Uh, he got through it. Everybody was happy, green lights, and he was healthy again. And we saw it in the pre-season games. 
and he took that into the season and just kept going. He just kept going and gathered momentum as the year went on. Um, what, second, third in the All-Australian Ruckman division? Yep. Um, every single KPI you could measure him by is number one. He's he's beaten everything that he's done previously by a long way. He's averaged he's averaged five tackles a game and four what four and a half nearly five contested possessions a game as a ruckman. Um, clearly one of our leaders now, and hopefully with the uh, the window that lies ahead, we can just see much more of the same for, for Matty Cruiser, who has become uh, what we always thought he could be. And I just love the fact that I'm giving him a 9 out of 10. Good man. Yep. Yep. Massive. Yeah. He was massive. Jeez. Um, you talk about some of the areas that he excelled in. Contested possessions for Ruckman, third on our list. Mm. Uh, tackles. As a ruckman, second on our list. Um, clearances, fourth on our list. Now, these are amazing numbers coming from a ruckman. Mm. This is a guy who's been out with uh, injury, with a foot, with knees. He's had a wretched run. He This year was amazing. He played 21 games on the back of a good year last yeah, year. No, yeah, 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 yeah. He played yeah, 21 yeah. last year, 21 yeah, this yeah, year. Yeah. His average disposals are up. He kicked an extra five goals this year. Probably could have kicked at least half a dozen more, I reckon. Um, you know, his marks are up and everything, everything. Australia all Australian nominated. His hit outs last year went from twenty this year, they're thirty one. I'm gonna knock him just on one area. I've said it before. I think his efficiency is a little bit down, probably because of the nature of the way he plays. I think there's times where he's got a little bit more time than what he actually thinks he has. So I reckon he could use his hands a little bit more there, but a nine. Yeah. I've given him nine. I tell you, and this is not Pot and Paddy Ryder, but I did see that game on. I called that game on Saturday night, hmm. and there's no way the next time Matthew Cruiser plays a final, there's no way he's going to be invisible the way Patrick Ryder was on Saturday night when his team needed him the most. He couldn't get near it. I tell you what, our bloke will be near the footy because he plays with total heart. Uh, he plays his way. And he beats more than he gets beaten. And all you can ask for from a player is to square or win your contest more often than not. Well, in that regard, he was batting at about 90, 95% this year. I reckon he... Well, I don't know how many times he lowered his colours, to be honest with you. Like in the pure one-on-one, you need to go back and look at every single game to work that out. But, geez, I don't reckon he, I don't reckon he dropped uh, a contest all that often this year. Uh, that was represented by the fact that he was, as you said, Gex, top three in the All-Australian squad of 40. I thought he was gigantic, um, and it's a joy to see. And like you said of Bryce Gibbs, I do truly believe that all things being equal for Matty Cruiser, his best footy is in front of him. Mm-hmm. Because now he will, he's got two years of um, you know, real solid bedrock beneath him, um, where injury, you know, again, it's a fluky game, and you never, you never know. But hopefully he's done his he's done his whatever black caddy kicked or you know as a kid uh, he's paid his price for that and the next three or four years we're going to see this bloke be a powerhouse in the competition and get the recognition that he deserves. We've all given him nine. So um, at this stage he is uh, the leader in our postseason review. Even though he probably won't win 
the best and fairest. He certainly wasn't our best and fairest winner in our in our B and F comp. He finished third, third I think, in yeah. ours. So yeah. that's why well, he'll be third or fourth yeah. in. The, in the, I, I would imagine. Yeah. Uh, why well, you're the Mike Baz? Number- yeah, interesting one this yeah, one. Go on. Really, really interesting one this one, Cripsy. Um, last year, twenty-one games. This year, as we know, got got the broken leg uh, or the fracture there. Uh, Fifteen games this year. Um, Fifteen or sixteen? Oh, I've got him down as fifteen. Okay, I'm not right sure. Um, uh, average disposal, but about the same. Goals a little bit less, but he had seven, six, six or seven games less. Everything's there. Everything you see is what you get with him. Um, no pre-season with him either. It's amazing that he got up for. Uh, did play round one. Declared he was going to play, and he was amazing. Yeah, amazing. No, no. Got his. You know, he he got going there. It's amazing that he's finished fourth in contested possessions at our club hmm. with two hundred and three. The winner, uh, the winner. There's no winner, but two hundred and twenty-five Murph contested possessions. He's had two hundred and three with seven less games. Mm-hmm. He's finished with uh, 90 tackles compared to Gibbs' 129, again with seven less uh, games. And clearances, well, this is the big one. I mean, you reckon you reckon we missed him. Clearances, he finished on 101, only eight behind Gibbs on 109 <laughs> with seven less games. You reckon we missed him? He gets that in a half. Yeah. So, look, <sighs> very hard one to rate, but on what he produced, I'm going to give him seven and a half. Okay. You serious? Yeah. Jesus. We haven't seen each other's work this here. Is, it's like we've been this copying is scary. each other. You're on seven and a half as well. Yeah. It's a little bit scary, this. Okay, go on. Uh, look, he, yeah, as, I, as you said, he had the, he was recovering from the back. Hmm. And then a few seasons in, he had a cracked rib. Played with cracked ribs for six weeks. I didn't know that, but yeah, I did yeah. eventually. And I was wondering what it was, because you could see him grimacing every time he fell to the ground and got up again. Hmm. A man's got a massive heart, but what we did start to see this year was he started incorporating an outside game Spot on. to his uh, to his skill set, uh, contested marking inside the forward line. These are the things where you know he he's de- he's willing to develop, uh, take chances, expand his game, and that's what's so exciting looking forward because I think. He's willing to take risks, which a lot. It's not something within our team we see a lot of with our individual players. Um, he's one, and I think that shows a bit of leadership. That he'll, he'll, he's always looking for the better good of the team rather than his own uh, performance. Because you know, a lot of players play it safe and just stick to what they know. Um, look, yeah, I, I think those crossover skill sets weren't as sharp as they will be down the track. Um, you know, we saw some hits and misses in that area, but I think the future is really exciting. And like Cruz, if he gets a clear run at things with his body, he's going to make massive improvement and development still. He's he's only 23 and he's played 60 games of footy. So, yeah, I gave him a seven and a half, but I'm, I'm really hanging out the same next year. All right, I was 8.25, so I've given him my first quarter vote because it couldn't. I wanted to give him more than eight, but not eight and a half. So I've given him eight and a quarter. I think he was trending towards um, a fascinating statistical mm. outcome. Right. I'm just really flat that, you know, that we didn't get to see him mm. continue that through. He is our next captain. I, I didn't know a couple of years ago whether he had that about him, but um, I remember he arrived at the club and he was – he was a bit nervous to do anything public because he had a tiny bit of a stutter. 
and he he, he wanted to um, find out whether he could get that out of his system by just doing a bit of stuff. Look, look, put me forward here, and I'll do that there. But and you do an interview with him, and he'd get in contact with you through the club afterwards and say, "Look, how did I go?" And I hope he doesn't mind me mentioning this, but you know, so he wanted to get better at all the, those things. He wanted to become more comfortable, you know, in the spotlight and. You see him now, um, you know, not on game day, and it's a different. There's a different vibe that exudes out of Patrick Cripps than the one that um, uh, that was that he emanated when he first came to the club from him. Come with me, oh, boys. That's what he does. He's got the come with have me, you ever boys. Stood next, have you ever, either of you boys ever stood next to him? Man Mountain. He's an absolute fucking giant, mate. Like he is just he is. Uh, you actually, when you stand next to him, you get kind of blown away by the physical uh, immensity of him for a bloke who plays in the midfield. And I know they're not going to do it. And this is with all due respect to Mark Murphy, but I'd make him captain next year. I actually would. I'd say, right, this is where the group's at. You know, we're going through regime change at the football club. Let's not waste another minute. Let's, Paddy, are you ready? And if he says yes, you're doing it. I don't think they will. I think they'll keep this. This is part of that discussion I was alluding to with Simo that I want to. Oh, okay. I want to throw a few of these types of ideas into another show. Okay, maybe well, down the track. Right, right, right. No, right. no, good. Um, I'm sorry to jump the gun, but no. I've given him eight and a quarter. I just think he's um, he's everything this football club needs at the moment, and everything I saw from him in 2017. Um, with the expectations that I'm heaping upon him, he didn't disappoint. No, and, and not, not, at all. Not, not for a second. So uh, I think he finished about sixth in our BNF. Mm. Six or seventh, yeah, yeah, not, yeah, yeah. And missing seven games yeah, of footy. Yeah. He's he, he was the challenger to Doherty mm. yeah, in, in our BNF. Him, him yeah. and Jones. Oh, yeah, well, Jones had to play the whole they year. Played a whole season. Absolutely. I'd be Absolutely. To see what, you, what numbers you've given Liam Jones when we get to him. Uh, number 10, Harry Mackay played the two games, kicked the three goals. Uh, go on, Bagsy. Where you go? Oh, look, very difficult to mark. Um, uh, what expectations I had of him were probably, probably higher than what he achieved. I thought he'd probably get half a dozen games this year. Um, I think there was some indiscretion at some point of the year. Um, his reserves football wasn't great, but showing qualities, showing what we think he's got. When he finally got the two games that he got, I thought he was really good in both games. Um, I Look, I can't really speak too much on him because we haven't seen enough of him. I think he's got... Massive upside, massive potential. From what I saw in those two games, there's a lot of things to like about what I saw. You know, beneath his knees, above, above the shoulders. You know, the way he kicked some of the goals. His attack on the footy was good too. His willingness to get up the ground, come back again. I. This is probably generous, boys. But I, I gave him a pass. I gave him a five. Okay. No, that's probably a little bit on the generous no, side, no, no, but no, uh, no, no, that's no. how I saw it. I don't know. It, it is really hard to mark on two, games, on two of games of football. Uh, expectations going into the year. A guy his size, really, in his first season of footy. You were hoping, Well, I forgot to say that, yeah, true. Basically, in his first yeah, year absolutely. of footy. Absolutely, yeah, it's true. You're hoping for a handful of games, which is what he ended up having. So he's met, you know, he's met what we were really expecting of him from that point of view. Once he got his chance, he certainly showed he wasn't out of place there. Mm. He, uh, contr- oh, no. he, con- no he contributed. Yeah, he played his position the way it should be played. Uh, attack on the football, great. 
took a couple of really good contested marks, which he needs to become more consistent with. He needs to get really confident with his hands um, and then really sharpen up his kicking. I mean, the, the Brisbane game, he, he missed his first two or three, got the one after that to steady the ship. You know, but he got his goal a game, two goals a game. Um, all good, all good, but, you know, uh, a small sample. So I I followed you basically as a game of six, yeah. But yeah, it, it's a it's a bit of a nothing yeah, sort of score, really. Four, five, six. Yeah, I, I gave him six as well. Yeah. And even though I would have liked, <laughs> I, I guess if I'm honest, at the start of the year, I would have liked him to have played six or seven games. Me right? too. Right, yeah. six or seven games. But he's played the two. He didn't get there. Well, so be that's it. right for whatever reason. Too. Exactly, exactly. I mean, there might have I, been a bit of that reason that. Uh, <laughs> You got Charlie and mm. Sauce and Levi and Levi mm. and uh, it's. I reckon they made him work harder for his oh, game yeah, than a couple right. of other blokes did. Okay, oh, so yeah. I reckon they made him. My word, they did. They made her, They made him earn it a bit more, and in the end, he probably wasn't playing the sort of footy they would have liked to have seen him play. But they put him in anyway, and that's why I've given him a six because once he got in there, what he did, he did, and what he got, he got against the tide in both mm. games. Mm. He got it against Brisbane when they were poleaxing us, yes. and he got it against Geelong on one of our worst nights of the year. Well, two, one of our two worst games our two of worst, the year, arguably, and, he's, arguably our and two we've worst. seen a lot in him. I so think it's he, a there was pick. nothing easy about the role he was asked to play in either of those games, and when the ball got in his area, uh, in both of them, admittedly only got the four or five touches against Geelong. But he's kicked a couple against them, and they're going to be terrified. That that back line, unless Geelong changes the physical capabilities oh. of that back line, Harry Mackay's going to torch them for the next five years. They are going to be they're going to be Andy, the side of him. Uh, what's his name? Um, well, there's a couple of oh, that pull the pin anyway. Oh, no, no, Onigan yeah, and, yeah, and, and Mackie. Yeah, no, and then if he comes up, if he comes up against good Henderson, luck, good luck, Lockie. Good luck, Lockie. You're going to be your tongue's going to be hanging out oh, of your chops, wow. mate. You might not get that premiership that you were chasing for the Bucks down there either, but um, we won't get too dirty about that because we do like you as a bloke, but we'd still like you to be playing. Do we? I think we do, don't we? I think we do anyway. He's been a nice enough bloke to me on the way through, but I've given him six like you, Gex. Um, He he did it the hard way in a couple of games, and I I just... I think he's another one of these young kids we've got who's... I think he's made of the right stuff, and I'll be really disappointed if it proves that he's not. And, um, yeah, I've got... High, high, high hopes for him. I think if you rank ranking a lot higher than sixes in future uh, editions of our postseason player reviews, um, player number eleven, uh, Gex, kick mm. off with Sam Kerridge. Well, very, very interesting looking at Sam Kerridge's year because uh, preseason he was definitely under my gun. I had him in my sights. I'd potted him big time for his uh, turnover. Um, reputation and I didn't really see a big future for him I thought he was a mistake almost at that point of his the career um interestingly started the game a little bit in that light uh wasn't a considered player early on didn't really do a great deal and and spent quite a bit of time in the twos uh once Kurnow and Cripper went down he got his chance to come back in now He's ended up playing 11 games, and the second half of the season, I I have had to swallow my, my words because he he showed me things that I didn't think he had. A, he has resilience. He has really good character. 
to really stick it out, even when he does make the occasional mistake, he keeps plugging away. And he became a quite effective midfielder for us in in the second half of the year and played a number of roles, whether it be inside, outside. Um, certainly putting uh, pressure on the opposition, although he was really good at tackling and, and getting into the const- contest and winning his own ball, and used it quite well. I mean, he kicked some nice I kicked a few nice goals, not a lot. He's not an attacking, attacking player. But um, I thought he started kicking more consistently, definitely um, hitting targets and certainly kicking long inside 50, which is, I think, something a lot more of our midfielders can do when the opportunity arises. So he became an effective player. His KPIs you know, are all up on what had happened previously. So... You know, he's played 59 games, the same number as Cripps, and he's only a year older. Mm. So he's still relatively young, especially, you know, in, in the, the journey of a, of a footballer at this level. So maybe there is a lot more to come for Sam. I'm, I've given him a 7 out of 10. Um, <clears throat> I'm not as glowing as Gecko about uh, Kerridge because I had better expectations of him coming into the year. I felt that he would probably be in our side for most of the year, which he didn't, he did not play, or he might have only played a game or two in the first half of the year. Ended up playing 11. Last year he played 21. So he's played 10 less Mm. games. So I'm marking him down purely on that stat alone. Um, And also the fact that, um, you know, Gex says, and quite rightly, when... Cripps and Kerno go down, he gets his chance. So if they don't go down, he may not get his chance. Mm. So he was not really showing... He was showing signs in the twos that he was just doing exactly what Gecko said, butchering the ball badly. Um, he was like... He, but then he did start to get his numbers up and become effective. When he did get his chance, he your numbers will show that I think he was up around 16, 17Ks in some games. So he was doing the hard yards. This is a very, very hard mark that I've given him, but it's purely on what I thought he would be or what he would do. And he didn't get the amount of games I thought he would have got. So I, I gave him a five, and that's mm-hmm. probably on the harsher side. Well, I gave him seven, like you, Gecko. I'm far more on your side of the equation when it comes to assessing carriage than on Bagsy's. Mm. Uh, I reckon at 24, he's a keeper now. He's got a year to go on a contract. He becomes a really good depth player. Um, he was up career, registered career highs in so many stat categories. He did play the last nine straight, and I take your point on board, Bagsy. I reckon it's a really valid point about the fact that he struggled to get in early when, you know, E. Kerno and Chris are on the side. But we were very, very keen to get games into Petrescu, Seaton, and Fisher, Fisher and Cunningham. Cunningham. A lot of these young guys, let's pour games into them. Pour, pour, pour games into them. Let's get games into them quickly. Um, and I reckon there was some collateral damage. And I reckon mm. Kerridge, just from a pure games played perspective, might have been part of that. And he, who knows? I don't think he's this sort of bloke, but he might have got, he might have had a bit of shit on the liver as a result. I think, and I, well, I'm, I'm going better than these blokes, but they're getting a game. I don't think he's that type. Mm. But I reckon had we not been in a high-level red zone development zone phase, I reckon he probably would have played a few more games early. You can't tell me. I was just I was just watching Richmond. We're, we're in uh, – there's some Richmond on the telly. 
You can't tell me that Sam... And, and I, I can hear people say, oh, you blokes are kidding yourselves. If you reckon you're going to be any good with Sam Kerridge in the side, you're fair dinkum dreaming. You are fair dinkum dreaming, right? Now, I'm not saying Sam Kerridge is going to be part of our next premiership side, but Richmond's in a preliminary final in two weeks. And in their midfield, just three blokes, they're going to have Camden McIntosh, Kane Lambert, and Sean Grigg in their midfield, outside of their two superstars. Mm. Well, on any given day, there's not much between... You could throw Sam Kerridge in instead of Camden McIntosh, and he could be playing for Richmond very, very easily on preliminary final day. When you are a better team and you're better coached, they're not all A-grade superstars that get you to where you want to go. There's a lot of blokes like Sam Kerridge who are on a list and survive and thrive in better conditions. And uh, I hope that when Sam Kerridge is 26, 27, 28, he is riding the crest of a personal wave as part of a better side. I'm hoping he is. So... Fit as a fiddle. Look, he works his ass off. He's a true professional. I think he's made of, again, another one of these blokes who's got very high character. Um, I think he's really rated by the other blokes at the footy club. I think they really rate him quite highly as a bloke. On the track, preparation-wise, when he plays, what he gives. Um, I've given him seven as well. So uh, I'll be disappointed if he only – I'll put this on the record, though. I'll be disappointed in him next year if he only, if he only plays 11 games. If he plays that, less yeah. than 11 games next year, I'll be disappointed in him. It's really important for guys like Sam Kerridge and there are a number of other players in this category to understand that they have to make a, a definite snapshot of where they are right at this Spot point on. in time. Spot on. Do not go backwards. Can't afford to. Mm. Now that you're in the team, don't let anyone else in. Mm. Make sure that you're pushing for that starting position next season. Yep. Totally agree. Massive. Totally agree. The games that he played, I I looked at our votes, and he climbed the ladder really quickly in the last seven or eight rounds. Yep, yep. Okay, uh, we've got another contract status pending player at number 12, and um, we all know we spoke about him many, many times. Through the course of the year on the second half of the season, Blaine Bokehurst, um, where he finished is not where he started in the mind of any of us in this room. You're shaking mm, your head, so go first. Similar to Sam Kerridge. I had him under the gun in my sights at the start of the year. Um, I thought I'd worked him out. I thought purely, you know, he's he's a borderline player. Doesn't really show a lot of spirit when he comes out and plays. He, he's sort of peripheral. And then, you know, he... He gets his chance in the second half of the season. He plays seven games, uh, probably the last five or six in a row, and suddenly starts to show that he can actually play at this level, um, which just left me wondering what the future holds for <laughs> Blaine Bokehurst. I mean, what he does possess is that he has a skill set that we really we're craving for on this side is is quality you know we quality kicking good decision making and the ability to turn attack into goal scoring opportunities mm, so mm. you know whether or not he can as i said about sam kerridge can understand where he is now and if he does get the contract to go ahead 
he just has to work so hard in this off season to make sure that he is in the starting lineup at the start of next year to make sure that he's part of this he, he, he needs to show and make statements that he's part of the future of, of the side and not go back to what happened last year and previous years. I don't really know what what will happen, but he certainly has me thinking about possibilities. And I've, I've given him a 7 out of 10. Um, you know, all the KPIs on past performances he has he has surpassed so I have to I have to rate him on on that and I gave him seven and seven out of ten if you disagree or agree strongly with any of these we really value your feedback uh, if you're not on Twitter get on Twitter and let us know at the Carlton show we're really keen to know you know and this is the long run we're going to be here for a couple of hours tonight um, hopefully you get the will to listen to all of it but we'd really like to know whether you think we're on the money uh, or vastly off it with any of these players. Where did you see Bokehurst, Bagsy? Oh, well, he played exactly the same games as last year, 7-7. Seven and seven. Uh, His average disposals last year were 13. This year's were 16. He kicked four extra goals this year. He kicked seven last year, only three. And marks and tackles were around about the same per game. Last year, I would have rated him probably a 3 out of 10. Uh, this year, I'm giving him a couple extra marks because he did start to show something towards the back end of the year. I can't be as generous as 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 Gex. Um, I, I look when when I give fives, they're a pass mark. So I I I gave him a five, yep. and I think that's. And I'm not so sure that he will be at the club next year. So the fact that he hasn't got a contract, the fact that they're going to wait for trade period and whatever else, I look, I have a suspicion that they might try and throw him out there. But um, look, it'll be interesting if he stays on the list. As Gecko said, he's you know he's got his KPIs up and he looks like um, a potential player with some limitations. So... I've just gave him a, I gave him a five. Fair enough. I, I would have. I'm again. I'm with more with Gecko than I am with you in terms of the final number yeah. that I've given him. I rated him so low going into this season. I had zero expectations of Blaine Burkus. I, I'd mm. made up my mind at the start of the year that he fired every shot he had to fire. I didn't think he had a competitive bone in his body. Um, I thought he was quite happy to um, just drift out of uh, the AFL system without really firing a shot. Is come in is. Um, He's kicked a goal a game. He's played the last four games. Uh, I think he's played clearly his three or four best games at AFL level this year. Um, and I agree with you, Gecko. I think he's displayed a, an ability to use the footy at AFL level under AFL heat um, well enough to challenge himself to be a much better player than he might have even thought that he had the capability of being. I've given him a seven as well because... Um, he is so far at the end of 2017, he's so far advanced on where I had him at the start of the year. I can't even believe I'm talking about the same player. And, you know, we're going to get to another bloke in a minute who's going to tick a lot of those boxes as well. Um, so I will say this. I'll be shocked if I'm rating Blaine Bokehurst to seven next year. I don't, I don't, I hope I'm wrong. Hmm. I, geez, I hope I'm wrong, but... I hope it wasn't just a second half end of the season flash in the pan when you know they got a couple of got a couple of games that pressure was off and you know we're we're rating him a bit generous. I I hope because I don't expect he's going to hold his spot. 
Um, and I expect he'll probably do what I've always thought he would do, and that's just drift away. But, I, geez, I hope I'm wrong. I really hope I'm wrong. He might get us. If we're doing a review of Frio, we might be giving him a seven. <laughs> he could be there. He could be there. Well, I'll tell you, well, he's exactly the sort of player they need. Could be playing for Frio. Well, they've got to kill. There's that rumour going around, isn't there? Yeah, exactly. um, okay, so we'll... Um, and we mentioned that round yeah, 20 yeah. hit. Right. Number 13. Go, Baz. Yeah, uh, Jed Lamb. Um, 15 games last year. Only the 11 this year. Had a li- uh, little bit of injury coming into this year um, with the knee. Was going to play round one, uh, but then pulled out with a knee, some knee problem he had. Um, average disposals about around about the same. Marks and tackles all about the same. So it's much of the same with Jed Lamb as what he probably produced last year. Although his defensive qualities, I think, in the forward line uh, was an area that they looked at using him as the, the niggle man, the man to upset them down there. That's okay uh, to stop their run out of defence, whoever they're playing. That's fine. But I believe it affected his uh, scoreboard uh, pressure. He only kicked six goals out of his 11 games last year. He kicked 13 out of his 15. He's probably track, tracking a little bit less than what I would have anticipated for a small forward. Mm, only tackles two and a half times a game, too. That's right. So it's not a lot, is it? I mean, no. I would expect that to get up to around four-ish. I've rated him... Um, I rated him uh, a six, and I actually thought that Liam Sumner was ahead of him at the start of the mm, year. Mm. Well, he's off the list now, mm. and this guy is still on the list and showing something. Mm. So in terms of expectations and what I rated him last year, what I would have rated him last year to this year, a six is probably above what I would have given him last year. I might have given him a five last year. I'll give him a six this year, and certainly a bloke that we, we need to see more of. Mm. Mm. Uh, yeah, I was pretty, pretty much along uh, Baz's... Uh, points there as well. 11 games. Um, probably became a more permanent member of the team in the second half of the year and, and started to own that position, which was up for grabs, really. Yeah. Nobody yeah. was really, other than Wright playing that role, nobody was really owning any of the positions yeah. in the forward line. So whether it was an easy take for him to grab that position or not, I don't know. But um, certainly grabbed it. He was fairly consistent, I would have thought. Um, certainly delivered the ball inside 50 often enough. Um, I'd like to see him, as you, as you said, kick more goals. Mm. I think that is probably what you're going to be judged on if you are a permanent oh. forward. We need him, don't we? Oh, well, to do that. Of course that. we do. Of course mm. we do. Yep. To, yep. So, to hit the scoreboard yep. a little yeah. bit more. I think he. I think he's got more in him. Yeah. I think. I think some of the games, like the, uh, what was the game against Hawthorne in particular, mm. where he probably had his best game for the club that night, and things went his way a little bit um, with that battle with Sicily. But mm. um, that sort of thing, I think you can tuck, tuck away. Uh, for experience to draw on in other games. Mm. I, I'd like to think he's going to go on with it, um, but we're just going to have to wait and see. So I've given him six and a half. Okay. I've just thought, yep. yeah, he's sort of in, in the middle of a little yeah. bit of... Showed enough. Yeah, no, well, six and a half. Oh, I've given him five. I've given him five, straight out five. He's he's finished the year about where I hoped he'd be mm. as a player. I want, I'm like you, I want to see more. I, his goal assist stat got up. 
but I think he needs to um, bring more. Mm. He needs to be more active. In, he needs to be more involved in setting up as much as he does in terms of kicking them himself. He really needs to set himself to tackle more than he does. He needs to have a huge preseason. I, I feel like he's coasted through his AFL career for much of his life. You know, he got the big con. We've spoken about him enough. Yeah, he got the big contract at GWS, having been a high draft pick at Sydney to begin with. And I don't reckon it's cert, cert, I don't think it's uh, suited him up at the Giants. And I reckon he kind of cruised his way through. I've given him a five because he's about where I thought he'd be at the end of the year. But I do believe there's a lot more in him. And I, I, I desperately hope that he, we, we see it. His contract status is pending too, by the way. He hasn't, I don't think he's signed. Has he, Jed Lamb? Has he signed? He's signed, has he? Another year to go? Has he? Yeah, I think so. Okay, righto. Uh, number 14. Well, here we go. Here we go. Who wants to go first with the story of the year? Well, I've only got two words to say initially, and one needs to be bleeped. The other one's fine. You don't have to bleep it. Well, the two words that I come up with when we talk Liam Jones is fucking incredible. <laughs> I had him done and dusted, finished, off the list, mm-hmm. I think I probably made some disparaging comments in podcast one. Probably took the piss out of him a little. Um, he's uh, baseball batted me into the outfield and shut me up good and proper. And well done, you Liam, because this turnaround is nothing short of incredible. As I've said, where it came from. How it came, where it came from, we know that there's the potential for someone who have said, you know, throw him down back. But that's fine. You Throw him down back's just words. He went down back and he showed qualities that I reckon there'd be a lot of clubs right now saying, we wouldn't mind having this bloke in our back line. Mm. Um, 12 games of footy. You know, I don't... Played the last 12. Uh, 12 straight. His stats... There is one stat I must mention. One percenters mm, at mm, our club. Mm. 132 one percenters <laughs> in... 12 games. What I say? 12, 12 games, games of footy. Mm. The nearest was Plowman on 94. That's unbelievable. Uh, in this one percenters, there is no midfielders... In the top five, there's no Cripps or Gibbs or Murphy for whatever reason that is. I'm not exactly mm. sure you guys are smarter than me. Well, I think a lot of them are aerial contests. Oh, yeah, okay. So that in itself is is an unbelievable stat. It's a guy who, let's face it, he was in the gutter. He was gone. He was torched. Liam Jones, his score. <laughs> Drum roll, please. Ten. Bang! Ole! Oh, jeez, that was very loud. <laughs> Just blowing the speaker. Ole! Ten, Nadia coming in. Uh, no, fair enough. Can I just say that coming into the year, well, if, we, from miles if we were doing this podcast and let's say, obviously, you know, let's say he didn't do what he did, it'd be zero. Thanks, Liam. We'll see, you see you later. Yeah, no. F off. We knew you were <laughs> hopeless. That's it. He has stuck one straight up me, <laughs> right? I have to give the bloke a 10. I, I just have to. I, 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 I took half it's off It's ridiculous. Him. I took half off him for the Sydney for game. the last game. Yeah, that's it. Simple well, as that. Look, you know what? And a few people, I spoke to a couple of people, and they said, you should probably take off. And I said, you know what? 
stuffed the last game. No, nah, well, it probably wasn't stuffed entirely his fault. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I saw this, this... And, you know, I've heard him in a few interviews, Andy, you know. And, you know, when you've got this... Uh, Perception? Of a, of a yep, bloke, yep. right? And you just thought... Bloke's a blonk. Exactly. Yep. He's no good. He's no blonk, He's no blonk. He's no blonk, He's no blonk. He speaks beautifully. Yes, he does. He's absolutely won me over... That I just can't believe. If I saw him in the streets, I'm 53, mate. <laughs> I'd give him a cuddle. He'd say, hey, mate, you right? I'd say, no, give us a cuddle. I want to cuddle you. You, you dead set. I need to give you a big cuddle because you've won me over. Not that he has to win me over. I'm, I'm a nobody. But he's won so many people over. And, and just what he's done is, like I said before, mate, it's just unbelievable. Well, 10 says everything. Go on, Gex. Yeah, well, oh, I'll just say Cinderella's story of 2017, mm. Revelation, uh, reprogrammed. Uh, he's just, he's just what you you love about sport. I mean, theatre and and the stories behind the game. You know, he was probably the biggest one when you look at where he's come from and where he got to to. Um, and it's, uh, anyway, I've given him uh, a nine out of ten. I've given him nine and a half. Um, Bagsy, you mentioned he played the last 12. Well, the challenge for Liam Jones now is when are you going to miss your next one? When are you going to miss your next game, mate? Because well, that's an interesting point, Andy. Because, because if you're going to – Alex Silvani's going to come yeah, back. Rowe. And Rowie's going to come back. Marchbank. Marchbank will come back. So there's a few that are going to be vying and filling up the back half. And the and Liam Jones is now, and I know Gecko. We'll, we'll probably what we'll we'll come back in a couple of, once the once the list is settled, mm. um, you know we'll come back and we'll go right. This is what are we we'll, we'll assess our list once it's all settled and um, look at what, where we think our strengths and weaknesses are. I, I I don't know there could be any sorts of opportunities for you to use Liam Jones in any any number of other roles down the track, mm. but just the here and now what he's done this year, um, it, it's going to take a very good Alex Silvani or a very good Sam Rowe to kick him out of one of the key defensive But Andy, both of them, but Andy, both of those guys you mentioned, right, when they were playing, they were in their votes week in, week out. They were out. in front of him. But, yeah, yes. Well, they were but, in front of him. He was, he was playing in the but, VFL, mate. But all three players, all three players, if that players, if Rowe, Alex Silvani and um, Liam, Jones. Liam Jones, if they were the one person mm. and his name was Andy Marr, Right, and they played the whole year. They win our best and fairest mm. by a country mile. Mm, mm. I know where they were in our votes. It's in true. our yeah, votes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rowe was sitting fourth or fifth, having an unbelievable yep. first five or six rounds. Alex Silvani only played about seven games, uh, right? Six and or seven he was games. pretty much in our votes every, every single week. week. Every week, yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, and Jonesy, Jonesy's played the last twelve. Uh, Lukey Ryan put out a stat that... Um, he finished ninth in our BNF. Yeah, but from round 11 to round 23, he was second only to Doherty <laughs> in those rounds. And that's when I say our BNF. I mean, the sh- uh, just in case... The you, show's BNF. Sweet, we yeah, have BNF yeah, for yeah. our show. Yeah, yeah. So, can you just imagine, oh. like, seriously, those three guys there, and unfortunately two of them are 30-plus? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which and with knee problems, yep. so that comes with a little bit of a worry yeah, yeah, as well. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. Is how they come back from the. I think Alex Silvani should be okay. Rowie's coming back from a decent one, yep, yeah, yep, which yep. is hard to sort of. But um, 
in terms of stocks of defenders, and you've got McCready as well coming through later on. Um, I don't know if they're keeping White on the list. Weedering. Uh, and Weedering oh. and Marchering and Plowman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, yeah. there's plenty of stocks there. So whether he keeps his spot, uh, it all just, you can't let this get well, to well, your head. No, 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 no. no you know I, I, mean? I don't think, I, you know He's what? not that type? No. Nah. Well, I think a bloke, when you've had that many kicks in the head and you've been ridiculed mm. that much and mm. he's heard it all, yep. uh, and you thought you were going to be playing for Darley um, in 2017 uh, instead of playing for Carlton, um, and then you do what you do for the second half of the season, I don't think you take it for granted. I think you, I want a bit more of this. So, uh, Liam Jones, one of the stories of 2017, certainly from a Carlton perspective and arguably uh, from an AFL perspective. Uh, Gecko, you can kick off number 15, Sam Doherty. Yeah, what did you give him? Uh, oh, not, I gave him nine and a half. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, nine and a half. <laughs> so nine, nine and a half and ten uh, across the board. And it, as I said, it was only the, the fact that Buddy really ripped him um, in that one-on-one at the end of the season that um, saw him shed half a vote. Um, Sam Doherty, our All-Australian kick man. I think you, you, you can't say enough about Doc, but you don't need to either. I mean, he's just repeated two years in a row of superior football, 22 games for two years in a row. Um, natural leader, uh, All-Australian this year. He's been finally recognised, thank God. Uh, don't need to say any more. Uh, I'm, I've given him nine out of ten. Well done. You do uh, exactly the same, Andy. His stats are all the same as last year. He had a massive, uh, massive year last year. He's had a better one this year. All Australian, like Gecko said. I've got a potential captain. I'll just, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. he's the one that is going to be in the mix with yep, Cripper. Yep. I don't know what the club thinks. I'm with you, by the way. I want Cripps as the captain. I've got a feeling out there and possibly at the club that. I have this feeling that they're going to go down the Doherty path. I hope they're going down the Cripps path because Cripps, to me, is the Selwood Hodge type. Mm. Tough. I think we need the tough. I'm sorry. I'm not saying Doherty's no, not, no, not no, a no, tough no, player. No, no. I think that's, yep, yep. But we need someone now who says, hey, boys, come with me. Yeah. I'm going to show you the way. Yep. So, but I've rated Doherty, all Australian. Uh, he should have been all Australian last year. He got it this year. On that fact, I give him a 10. 10? Yep. He's our best and fairest winner, mate. Jeez. And possibly for the club. Well, I've given him eight and a half because he was about oh, an eight and a half. Jesus. Well, I, well, well that, that's the first Jesus out of uh, <laughs> out of the show. I've got to challenge you on that. What did you give him, Gex? Nine. I am a nine. And you gave him what? Eight and a half. It was eight and a half going in, and he's eight and a half for me at the end of the year. I, I just reckon he's maintained a he very, very high He exceed expectations. Not for me. I think he was just... All think, Australian. Well, we could have been all Australian, but as Gecko made the point, you've got to be in contention for a year or two before change you get that the nine. Oh, I'm not going to change it. I already change it to a nine. I already your tens way over the top, but but eight and a half, eight and a half. <laughs> the one thing you say, you said what you said about his stats. Uh, by the way, he did win our shows BNF. Mm. He's five up on career disposals. He said on his career stats, not what he did last year. Oh, I only... On his career stats, yeah, yeah, he's okay. five up this year. So, yeah, so maybe that, you should give him a nine. No, no, an eight and a half. He's about eight and a half where, um, where I wanted him. That's where he was at the start of the year, and that's where he's at the end. He comes. The reason I've got him at eight and a half is because he came off an unbelievably high base for me. Eight and a half is pretty high. I mean, Sam Doherty... See, I'll tell you how Sam Doherty gets a ten. I'll tell you how Sam Tell Doherty, me, tell me, I'll please. Tell I need Sam, to know. All right. This has All Sam, Australian. This has, and our best and fairest winner. This is how Sam Doherty gets to 10. Mm. He goes into the midfield like Brett Ratton did. He goes from being a 20... That's... Shh. 
Let me finish. Unfair. He goes from being a ten. He goes from being a ten contested, twenty uncontested, yeah, look, to a fifteen and fifteen. Yeah, no, no, he agree. goes to being I, zero clearance to seven clearance. He goes to being no goals to one goal a game player. I, that's how he goes from eight and a half to ten in my books. You want to know how? I, he I think that's a, a little bit unfair oh, though, because that's, that's not the right. position he plays. That's okay. That's, that, all right. that's all I'm saying. And, and I think right. you're right with contested possessions because he's clearly an yeah. uncontested player. I'm not potting the bloke. Don't, don't, I'm not, don't he can win a contest, but he doesn't have to, does he? That's the position. That's the plays. position he exactly. plays. Exactly. So yeah. I'm valuing. I just wanted to challenge him. <laughs> that's okay. I, did I stand I, up all right to the challenge? Yeah, you're all right. Yeah. <laughs> I think I did. But I'm not. <laughs> you always beat me in the debate. Hey, Sam Doherty's smarter than me. Sam, if you're listening to this, he, you need to know that I'm not. This is not a pot. I had no. you as an eight and a half. I had him. Oh. I had him on the same strata going into the season as Mark Murphy mm. and Bryce Gibbs. That, that's where I had. But where would you have rated him, Gex? Where would you have expected him last year? Do you think he's lifted the bar a little? Bit? We, we. I'll tell you what we said in podcast one about this guy. Mm. The challenge for him was to meet what he did last year and possibly exceed it. Well, he certainly met it. No doubt he's met it. That's well, why last I, year's rating yeah. would have been higher because oh. he made a bigger leap. Yeah, that's right. He would have got himself into the eight and a half or nine last year. So last you're saying year. that he's gone. You're saying he's taken oh. his footy to another level. I this think year. so. Oh, that's fair. Year, yeah. Well, you I hope you so. are. I, I thought. I, ho- so, I hope yeah. that's what you think. Yeah, I do. I do. Well, you mate, sure? Because you're giving him ten. Of course. Well, he made the All Australian side and potential. Forget about our BNF. I think he'll probably win the club's BNF. I think he probably will too. Well, he, two two years in a row and an All Australian, and you give him an eight and a half. But you're not listening oh. to. Him. <laughs> You're either choosing not to listen to me or you've had one too many already. Uh, no, number 16. <laughs> number 16, Gecko. Well, Bagsy has a fit over there. Billy Schmetz. Uh, Billy Schmetz. Uh, Billy Schmetz. Billy Schmetz. He's had five years of hell before he came to Carlton. And um, I guess the expectations couldn't have been made to be too high for him. Uh, I was hoping he would bring a bit of quality out into the field with... You know the, uh, the 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 stuff that he bought from Geelong, possibly. Um, I I just get the impression he hadn't set his body for the season that was ahead of him. I, his body for me is ho- still holding him back, and I don't know whether he has the drive and ambition to take it to mm. to, le- to the level he needs to take it to. Mm. Uh, towards the end of the year, we did see him play. Some consolation games, but defensively, you know, he had an eight tackle game, and he, you know, he he, he gave a little bit defensively, not a not a lot more really to to talk about. I, I, we have to give him another chance. I, I just think his history suggests too much to ask for him to have made a big step this year. Um, it's really up to him how badly he wants this. Uh, whether he's here or not, I don't know. Mm. If he is and he wants it and he gives the effort, I think there is still light at the end of the tunnel, but it's purely up to him. For this season, I've given him a 2 out of 10. Oh, not much to add, really. I mean, look, I knew nothing about the bloke at all. I had no idea what type of player he was. Um, I thought a player that would be on Geelong's list for four or five years would be... Um, Better than what he showed at Carlton. Uh, clearly, he didn't show enough for what I thought he might have. 
Uh, played the nine games, which is I'm a bit surprised he actually played nine yeah, games. Yeah, um, they were pretty inconsequential, I reckon. Yeah, yeah. I just Kex, you give him a two, I give him a three. Yeah, I gave and, him. and I thought I was, oh, I, I could have gone lower easily, to be honest. I just gave him a three. I'd, I gave him three because he played nine games. Yeah, it's just because he was, he yeah. put himself in the frame to play nine games. Yeah. I probably had my expectations were higher yeah, going into the year. I, I expect, well, you know him a lot more than what well, we I, do. I, I just expected him. To, he's a high draft pick. He had the was wretched it? run with injury. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, wretched run with injuries. No opportunity. Gets another crack at it. New club. New outlook. And for mine, he was disappointing because there's no shortage of opportunities for him this year. His contract status is pending. Uh, as we sit here now, we don't know what the... We certainly hasn't got another year to go. Um, and I think they're right on Jed Lamb. I don't know whether he's got a contract. I don't know whether he's contracted for 2018. Um, but... Uh, oh, no, Billy Smith was a three for me. I thought um, I thought he didn't get enough of the footy when, when he was in the side. And a bit like you, you made, I think you made a good point there about his willingness to, I'm putting words in your mouth, but that willingness to compete. Like he just, mm. I know he's been smashed around and his body's let himself down. And the, you must, as when you've been smashed about, you must get, but I think most of his injuries haven't been collision related. You must get a bit, Gun shy. Oh, if I put myself in oh. to harm's way here, I'm going to do my shoulder. I'm mm. going to hurt my knee. Or I'm going to break my leg or whatever. Well, that day, Carlton he said to me, "It's the first preseason he's got through in since he's been playing footy." So I thought that would hold him in good stead. So, but, yeah, but yeah, um, same. I just felt that there were times where, you know, when you see blokes and you say you got to go here, mate, and he probably doesn't go as as hard as what you yeah think, I think he that's should. Fair enough. I think that's fair enough. Um, yep. I saw a bit of evidence of that early in the piece. Although at VFL level, I didn't see too much evidence of that. I felt like in the VFL level, he did go to those places. In AFL, there's that, he was that little bit tentative and for whatever reason, I've got no idea. Well, he's not going to survive at AFL level if he's got that because he's not got speed and he's not elite in terms of his using and he's not a goal kicker. He he potentially is a good user. No, he's not bad. I'm not saying he's he's scratchy. He's got that nice low kick. But he's he's not, I don't think he's elite. I don't think he's certainly not a lead at AFL standard. Oh, I don't think he is. No, you can't say. I just think the confidence thing is the big it's factor big, for him. It's massive, yeah. Yep, and yep. His number, he's one of a number of players who I was talking about in the previous podcast. Body conditioning is, is a big issue, I reckon, at Carlton for a number of these guys who, who would really do themselves a, a good service to get bigger and stronger. I just think it would improve their game. but Legally, of course. Illegally, obviously. Yeah, we don't want him, you know, going down the uh, path. Who have we got next to you? Well, number 17, Samuel Rowe, who's mm. been uh, given another contract extension uh, while rehabilitating from a knee reconstruction. Played the nine, did the knee against Fremantle. Uh, we talked a bit about him when we were talking about uh, Liam Jones, but carry on. Uh, I've got him down as playing nine games, right? Correct. Nine games. Well, that's because he did. Well, <laughs> well at, least I, at, least, at least I was reading that correctly. You haven't got him down for that. That's what he did. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, I copied it down correctly then. Correct. Uh Obviously with the injury. Um, 66 one percenters in those nine games. So... Potentially, he would have been on some record amount of one percent as had he played the whole year. Sam always got the main forward of the opposition, the beast. Mm. 
And more often than not, I'd say he either broke square, very rarely lowered his colours, maybe once in the nine games to uh, Lynch, yeah. Lynch yeah. Of, of, of Gold Coast. Um, what a stinking night that was. That was a stinking night. I can only base him on what he was producing, and he was producing good footy. Oh, I'm going to rate him at a seven and a half. Good man. Oh, you again. You've done the same. Yep. We weren't half. hanging around for too long. You blokes. This is outrageous. We've had some sort of Me- uh, mental telepathy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, look, as you said, um, yeah, I thought he was going beautifully until injury, injury crueled him. And, and it was just such a stupid, bloody incident, too, that one. But um, uh, look, he's going to be 30 next season. As long mm. as he repairs well, there's no reason to believe he won't have another couple of good years left in him. Um, what will be interesting is to see how he fits in now that ASOS and Jones are in the side, though. So we're going to have to talk about this, as I was saying, in a later episode yep, to see how mm. all the bits fit together later in the in the next pre, uh, season coming up. But I've given him a seven half out of ten as well. Seven for me. He um, he's bedrock at this football club, whether he's in the side or not. And when he's been in the side, he's been um, you know a, a major factor, and he's done the hard yards. And hopefully he gets a chance to enjoy some good times in his uh, twilight years. I love the way he spoiled the footy this year early. Mm. Remember mm. how decisive yeah. he was yeah. with the fist early in the year? It was just, oh, row he's up. They're going to clear the area yeah. here. Ball will be out of bounds. Let's reset. Travel, That's fantastic. Trouble, you know. So, no, I've given him a seven. And I, 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 love, I love what he brings to the footy club. You just want your footy club built on good character. And this bloke is just rock solid. Um. Unfortunately, number 18, from a footballer's perspective, is almost the complete opposite of Sam Rowe. I don't think Christian Jacks is a bad kid. Are you going to talk about delisted? Well, he was on our list, wasn't he? So he's been delisted. Do you want to part? There's no rating required, but do you zero, want to? Zero, zero no yeah, comment. No Shit zero. Right up. <laughs> Move on. Shit out. Number 19, uh, well, he's just been a major disappointment, Christian Jacks. Liam Sumner, same, delisted, uh, number 19. Played 16 games in 2016. Mm. Correct. And, and that's coach, why I had him. I actually had him a little bit ahead of oh. Liam. And the coach had a bit of, well, we little bit of an the, opinion of him. We spoke to the cocker about him. Uh, he could possibly still be uh, – he could be rookie, rookie listed yeah, because they've asked him to come and train, whatever, blah, blah. But no, major disappointment. Uh, do I tell a story on air or not? I'm not quite sure about him in the reserves. But anyway, um, that game where he they wanted him to play with injury in the last quarter, needed him to, to lift with the injury in the calf in the reserves. I thought he could play, put through it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, well, well, they told him you need to push through. Mm. No. Nah. Gave, gave zilch. And you're turned off it the, up. Yeah, turned it up. Yeah, mate, he's off the list now and very disappointing. Zero for me. Well, why would the club even be entertaining keeping him around the joint if he's turning it up when they're asking him to play? Well, that's really poor. If that tr- if that story is true, that's um, I'm not uh, saying his story. No, it was my right. perception that he didn't try oh, I in the you last got quarter. Some, oh, I thought he got some money. No, 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 no. Oh, it was right, just okay. my perception, which uh, so I could be wrong. Eighteen or nineteen, uh, yeah, no. potentially the numbers are vacant. Uh, certainly eighteen is. Oh, yeah. um, number twenty, Geckman. A Lockie Plowman, uh, 21 games, basically played the whole season. Um, super consistent, just super yeah. consistent. Yep. Yep. An important member of the back line. He's, uh, he's now played 60 games at the age of 23, uh, turns 23 this month. 
uh, and he's just starting to hit his best footy. Um, I just think we've really found a good model citizen, perfect member of our club, represents the jumper well. Uh, seven and a half out of ten. Doesn't like do much wrong. Snap, seven and a half. Uh, really efficient with the ball. Um, one percenters, only second behind Jones and intercepts. Third behind Doherty and Simo. Quick learner. A uh, bit of heat came on him early in the year about uh, some games that he played on small forwards. Unwarranted heat, by the way. Very unwarranted heat. Uh, we He quickly put that to bed after those few weeks. And I thought he was very, very, very admiral throughout the year. And, yeah, seven and a half. No admiral. Runners. He's admiral. an admiral. Yeah, he was an admiral and general and a, <laughs> and a sailor and a... <laughs> <laughs> and a lieutenant as well. I thought he was admiral as well. Yeah. Uh, he's a he's just he's a ripper now, uh, and a lot to look forward to. He's rock solid. Um, he's a valued valued member of that back six. I gave him seven. Um, he was probably a six six and a half in my mind going in. He's turned it up to a seven. Hopefully, he makes the seven a seven and a half to one. Mm. And that's what he's going to do. I think he's going to yeah. be just methodical about his footy incremental. Yeah, yeah and he'll get to yeah. a level if he he could be a seven and a half to eight. Sort of regarded player I, for ten years. This bloke. You I know. have the recollection that the coach talked really highly about him in a presser, whether it was before or after the game. I quite can't quite remember. But he said that Plowman is in his. I don't know how many games he might have played early in the year, about six or seven. He said he's fast becoming. Uh, you you set up here, you mm. go there. Oh, for he sure. did say that, <clears> and, <throat> and yep, I don't. Yep. I'm not privy to what goes on, but he did say that. Kieran Sheehan, rookie listed player, uh, is still on the list. Hasn't been delisted as we sit here right now. Uh, played two games this year. He's played six games in four years. Do we keep going? Well, no, that's a question for another podcast. Do you want to, do you want to rate Kieran Sheehan's season, given the fact that he played a couple of games in the ones? Uh, on a quick rating, I just gave him a three because he came back from... Yep. Yep. Uh, injury? Yeah, the hit. That's why I've given him. Yeah. So I'll give him a three. Yep. Only played the two games. I thought he would show more because he actually went out of the team uh, for whatever reason it was. I think he did have a bad game against... Um, Melbourne? Yeah, he didn't have a good game against someone. Yeah. Uh, never got back into the side again from that moment. So I... He's got a beautiful kick. What's the knock on him, boys? Like, what's the... Uh, just... I think just playing in defence and being able to stand next to your opponent and, and, and have the contest consistently, that would be a pass. He's missed three years and it's not of his development. Fault. That's yeah. where I was coming from as you well. Know, his body's letting down when he should be learning the, the craft. I mean, mm. he needed to play footy. He just needed to play game after yeah. game after game after He's not game. young. No, 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 no. He's like 20s. 28-ish. Well, is, he, is he really? Yeah, as I, I said, so. he's played... Six games in four in the last mm. four years. I mean, that anybody would ha- you be happy to try him in a different role? Oh, I because I, I don't think he's he's not going to slide into our six or seven. No, I don't think. I think I think it's got. Unfortunately for him, and I I I really am sad to say this, mm. but I think the game's gone past him in the time that he's missed that football. Um, because you have to be really seasoned now. You have to have had those three or four pre-seasons under your belt. You cannot play a high high half forward? I don't, I don't think so. Think so. No. It, no. And launch him from outside. He's, he's got one major asset, and that's it. not enough. Well, you've got to be able to get it, mate. Yeah. 
Okay, when he plays VFL footy, he, he doesn't. He it's finds easy, it. He it's finds a bit easy it. to get it sweeping. No, no, I understand. Back the no, I understand. You know, like, I understand. I understand. Yeah. No, well, you know, can't spend no. too much time on the blokes. So. Uh, I gave him a three as well. Do you want to give him a number? Do you give him? Ah, uh, basically a three as well. Right, I'd right. say. Yeah. Number twenty-two, Caleb Marchbank played sixteen. Um, that was coming off two and five games in the two previous years for the Giants. So he's made a huge leap forward in his uh, ability to you know play AFL footy. Um, who wants to... Oh, what was the injury you had? Shoulder. Yeah. Yeah. Comes to a new club. Played 16 games. Average of 16 disposals. Six and a half game, uh, six and a half marks. Bloody fantastic. Massive year. Love what he brought to the table. Love the fact that uh, I've seen enough of him to understand what type of a player he is. Yep. Yep. Uh, he's a playmaker. Um, he'll do anything for you. Um Role player, intercept, loved his year, rated him an eight. Yep, good. Where are you, Gex? Uh, it, it's officially his third year of football, yep. but it's more like his first, I reckon. Spot on. Um, super effort to play 16 games. Um, and he's become an established, dependable member of the team. Um, he shows leadership, uh, never say die qualities. And they're, they're just... You know, they're the guys that you just strive to have in your in your club. And I think he's just a heart and soul player. Unfortunately, he hurt his shoulder towards the end of the season. I think when he came back, he'd lost a little bit of confidence with his form, maybe a bit of fitness as well. Uh, I really hope that doesn't hamper his career. I, I hope he gets nice, strong, solid physical shape again. Um I just think he's a gun-ho player. I love him. Um, I've, I've given him 7.5 out of 10 only because he tailed off fractionally towards the end of the year. But I, go, yeah, I gave him 7 and a quarter, 7.25 uh, for some stupid reason. Mm. I was probably spending too much time doing this. Uh, but all the reasons. Look, he just needs more time out there. He's just got to keep playing. Uh, he, he could be... I've got a feeling he could be a very good player. He's only he's 21 next year, so he's a baby... Um, I do think he could be a very, very good player. You mm. said you had the mail yeah, that no. he's a top eighteen. He was in at, there. He was in there. He was in there eighteen. He was in there. At GWS. Team. And you see yeah. why? You can. You see why? You know, like he's. He's better than Tomlinson. <laughs> do you think he's better than Tomlinson? Better player than Tomlinson. He's better player than Aiden Core. Uh, he's a better player. He's going to in within next year, next year will be a better player than Heath Shaw. The good thing about him is he can play on. I reckon he can play on a few different types. Play on a medium. Well. I reckon he can march bank. I reckon he's got. Enough. I don't know about a small, but he can play on a medium. No, he can't play on a small, no, but, but he can play he's on got a enough medium. athleticism to be able to well, go with you know a certain type yeah. of you know mid forward. Or he doesn't. Uh, I've got a lot of time for him. I reckon mm. his scope is. I reckon his scope is. I like him a lot. Yep, yep. And you know, here's the thing, and this is the podcast we'll t- that you you keep alluding to. There's going to be three or four players. Next year and beyond, if Silvani, A. Silvani, Rowe, and Jones hold, and Jones might be one of them, hold their form, there's some players that Brendan Bolton and his coaching staff can be pretty adventurous with. And Marchbank might be one of them. So um, as good as he looks to be in a natu- as a natural interceptor, uh, just, just might be a bit of scope. We'll wait mm, and see. Mm. Look, one of them might be Jacob Weider, and we saw him do a bit of stuff up the other end this year. One of his really good games was a high half forward against Sydney. 
Uh, he played the 22. Remarkably, he's played 42 games in his first two seasons of the year. Um, go on. Who wants to go first about Wiedering? Uh, battled courageously. I thought uh, we tried him in a different role, obviously, early in the year. That probably didn't work. Um, got him back down back where he got... Well, it took him a little while to, to settle back into that role. Um, I can't remember him getting absolutely uh, flogged in any of the games that he played. He might have got beat a few times, but I don't think he got flogged. Um, I was a little bit concerned about him at stages of the year, but he's had many, many knocks into those big thighs of his, uh, a few knocks in the shoulder as well, but battled through, did not, um, he didn't miss a game. So a little bit hard to assess this guy because on last year's form, uh, I probably would have rated him an eight something. Um, I think this year, just a little bit less. I think I've gone with a safe option and gone seven and a half because he was all over the shop a little bit. Uh, just the... <laughs> a bit like you at the moment. <laughs> what? Nothing. What? You rated him eight something last year off one yeah. year. You've, you've got him that high, have you? Well, last year, absolutely. Yeah, His okay, first yeah. year of footy, played no, 20 no, games of footy. No, 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 absolutely. Jeez, oh, how yeah. did you knock that? No, no, I'm not knocking him. No. <laughs> I, think he's a, I think we mucked him about, and I do think he had some uh, injury woes that he got through but probably affected his footy. And I think in the end of the day, his last five or six rounds were fantastic. Yeah, but were. I reckon he had a patch there where we all sort of said in some of the podcasts, we were a little bit concerned that he wasn't playing the type of footy that he might have been playing last yep. year. Yeah, so true. That's yeah. why I thought he was a, an easy 70, 75% right or 7.5. Yeah, look, and the rating will have a little bit to do with what we asked him to do. Maybe he was a little bit in, out of his comfort zone with... Uh, roller coaster season started forward. I won't say completely failed, but it did unsettle him. And I think our game style probably didn't suit him, to tell you the truth. Um, went down back, found a little time to find form. Uh, question mark on his contested. Um, that was it. His, his contests against opposition uh, players at certain times. But the last four or five weeks were great indicators that A, he had overcome those questions and B, were a, uh, a portent of things to come into the next season. Uh, so I, I'm wrapped. I look, 22 games, he was one of the played every game club this season. 42 games in two seasons of football is outrageous for a guy his age. Yep. He's still bloody 20 years old, turns yep. 20 in November. Uh, to get through... Um, to get through this maelstrom period, portents maelstroms, he's on fire for a guy, for a guy playing the roles that Are he's playing in a big man role. I think we can only look forward to great things, and I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't uh, say the Ford line experiments out the window. No either. chance would I write that off. I reckon no. he trains for both ends of the ground. He he, he keeps developing in those areas, and I, th I still think he can play that role. I hope he wants to be seen and to be able to be used that way. Yeah. I, I hope Weedering sees in his own scope um, the sort of range that he can be used at either end of the ground. As a mate, we think as our kind of as our hitman. <coughs> 
We we righto. Time to win the game. We, we've got Jacob. massive flexibility go. in the oh, back line now. I think and, exactly and what yep. we can use going yep. exactly. Yep. And I think he is one that I I, I I think he knows. I think he can play that lead up high half forward role. And I think he's. But smart he needs enough. a hand. He needs yeah, smart players around him. Oh, I know. Of course you he know. does. I mean, I don't yeah, think yeah, yeah. we actually got, did him any favours up forward. What did you, how, what did you rate him? By seven. Like? Seven. Yeah, I got him seven as well. So oh, I think he was. I would have had him. I just thought you rated him. Like super high on last year, oh, but that's uh, okay. That's all right. Oh, I had him yeah. probably about a seven and a half, seven point seven five last year, and I've got him down to a seven this year. If you don't mind, uh, Reese Palmer has got one more year to go on his contract. You're joking? No, he, no, I'm not. He's got another year to go. Only played the one game. He played one game this year, right? And that's coming off, right? He played one game this year. That's coming off his previous season game tallies 13 15 15 11 17 14 and 12 in better sides in better sides and he played one game we don't give cup. him a game this year all right we, we were very, we're all right to expect more from Reese Palmer i reckon absolutely i'd be i'd be if he didn't expect more of himself yep. then i'd be angry yep i've given him one yeah me too me too i've given him one and he needs to lift or he's going to drift into the football uh, ether as a forgotten footballer. Uh, number 25, uh, Zach Fisher, another one of these kids that they poured games into. Uh, he played 17 games, 17. He weighs 43 kilos. Um, he's four foot 11. Uh, that's not true, either of those data. He, 70, he, he should be riding yes, uh, Rioli. Well, I don't know about Rioli, but he should be right in the bottom weight in uh, the Cox Plate. They sit on 48, don't they oh, yeah, still? Yeah, they they still sit on 48. Have to put some they might have lifted them to 50 now, but... Oh, we have to put mate, some lead in the to make the weight. <laughs> 17 games in his first year. You guys did say that he'd be able to match it with the big boys because he played in the... He played in the Waffle. Waffle yep. the year before. Um, average decay disposals, 11 and a bit. Fitty, uh, fitty, mate. Fitty, fitty. Fifty-fifty. Mm. Mm. That's the oh yeah, half contestant, oh, half yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, what he's just brings energy. It was a fantastic first year. I I didn't rate him as highly as uh, SPS, but I still gave him a seven and a half. I thought okay, it was fantastic. Right yeah, good. Yeah, I gave him seven out of ten. Exceeded any expectations mm. that you would expect for a guy of his stature playing in his first season of football, playing at the coalface. Uh, for the majority of that time, um, just just getting bonus bonus points all the way through the season, getting those seventeen games. Phenomenal, in. Uh, great education, and he's he's going to benefit from that going forward without a doubt. He knows how to involve himself in a game of footy. Mm-hmm. He just well, knows he how to get in the. He knows how to get around the footy, and he knows how to get his hands on it. Mm. And once he's five kilos heavier, he's going to know how to extract it. I mean, he knows how to extract it. He physically just can't do what he what he wants to do at the moment. Mm. You can see it. You can see it in Zach Fisher. Mm. I think he's going to be a really, really, really good player. I gave him six and a half, but I totally expect that number to blow um, you know, out of the water in the next couple of years. Uh, number 26, Harry McCready um, was picked 40. Now, this is we're getting into a couple. We're getting into an interesting range here mm. with a couple of these players. Mm. He's picked 47. Pick 47 in the national draft, Harrison McCready. And he's played eight games in his first year. Rate that year for me, please. Uh, Whoever wants to go yeah, first. Yeah, well, yeah, he's eight games. I think he averaged just over seven disposals. That's got nothing to do with it because he's a lockdown 
defender. Showed really good defensive qualities. Um, and when he did go back to the reserves, um, he missed a couple through. They were just uh, monitoring how he was going. Um, I thought he did okay in the reserves as well. When he did go back, I thought he had some really good games. Uh, There's a couple of howlers along the way, which I'm prepared to forgive. But certainly, you know, getting eight games, pick 47, um, I'm going to give him a pass. I'm going to give him a five. No worries. Gecko? Yeah, did really well to stand up in the heat for the eight games. Um, had to, had some really good moments um, playing against men. Uh, and, you know, that he was isolated in a lot of those situations and stood up, which was, you know, really good to see. He's, he's 19, uh, turning 20 next April. Um, I, I gave him a six and a half out of ten. I gave him six. He's exceeded, exceeded expectations for mine for a pick 47 in his first year. No, he's, he's, um doesn't lose his feet. We mentioned that a few times this year. Um, the easy thing for a young player to do is to admit that the contest at this level in your first year has got a bit too big for you. Uh, take the easy option, fall over, and then say, oh, sorry, coach, but you know I, I tried my hardest, but mm. I was knocked off my feet. Well, he never, he didn't get knocked off his feet. No. He kept his feet, and that's brave. In That's brave. You One know? thing I'll say is when I did watch him at VFL level, he is above that level, which I can't say about guys that have Good. been on our list Good. in the past, in the last three or four years that have actually hung on and hung on and hung on. I sort of looked at, used to watch the reserves and say, he doesn't look out of place in that type of footy. How can he play AFL footy? Yeah, right. Whereas McCready, he does look like he's got something different than what those VFL good. sort of players good. have got. So. Good, uh, Dennis Armfield, first of our retirees, um, reti- retires with a fantastic body of work behind him. Just played the five games this mm. year. Probably didn't meet expectations, I would imagine, going in. He would have been expecting to no, play more than it. five games. No, you know? we knew it. So, you know, we love him. You gave him four votes the last game of the year in the BNF because he deserved it. <laughs> oh, well, just on his career, but yeah. I'm not giving him... On his year, I, I can't give him a generous no. mark. I, I gave him a three. Yep. I gave him four. No, I, de- I decline to give him a rating. I just don't fair think enough. he just deserves fair to enough. be no, no, judged. There's a, couple, there's a couple that fit that. No, that, fair that enough. Mold. No, look, enough. He, he, look I, I, I spoke to Dennis, had a couple of beers with him the other night. He would love to still be playing. He would love to still be playing. But, um, you know, the reality for some blokes is the minute they lose half a yard, the minute they lose mm. half a yard of pace... Mm. Um, this game exposes the other parts of their footy DNA. And Dennis needs to be at 100% physical output. And I think this year the light shone that maybe he was just half, maybe a quarter of a yard off what he was doing at his best. And he couldn't be a desperado. You said he had a couple of beers with him? I did. Did you ask him whether he was disappointed not to have played in that? I didn't ask him that. Right. Okay. But I did ask him about the coach. You're a bloody good. Uh, oh well, some of them. Good journal, right. you are. Well, maybe I did ask. That's, him. That, oh, you don't want to divulge it. He does. He thinks they're heading in the right direction. He thinks they're talking about very, the Hawthorne very, game. Very they well won. played. Very. Well, he got to play in the last game of the year. In fact, speaker the devil. Yeah, they lost for ten goals. He still played in the last game. Twelve goals. Thirteen goals. The last game. He could have played in the last win. Number twenty-eight. You don't want to divulge it. Well, he well he didn't, and we got. Did you ask him? Number twenty-eight, David Cunningham, uh, rising star, one of our many rising star nominations for the year. Contract pending, but but I will say this about his contract pending. 
nearly done. Should have news in the coming week. Olay! So panic not. Thank God for that. So panic not. Um, played eight games, had a couple of injury issues, rising star nomination. What did you make of D Cunningham, boys? Oh, I, I liked his year. I thought he only played the three last year. Um, he got eight games this year and averaged 13 disposals. Kicked six goals. Um, you know, his marks and, and contests and everything. I think a couple of the goals that he kicked, he showed, I think it was a North Melbourne game. Yeah, and, and then GWS. Goal, or GWS? Or? He kicked two against the Giants. The North uh, Melbourne game, yes, yeah, and, at half time. Remember yeah, on the yeah. siren he kicked yep. the, the yeah, important ones and, uh, and then uh, get, was G- it GWS or Gold two, Coast? No, his best game of the year was Giants. Wasn't okay. Yeah, he okay. kicked he two kicked, at about twenty five. He took that. Oh yeah, yeah, no, yeah. No, yep. no I, I like his qualities. Um, and you did say that uh, one of the uh, one someone of the, at the club, someone, someone at the club, club. Uh, said he had chud like qualities. So if that's the case, well. I'd like to give him 10 out of 10, but that's not going to be the case. Well, hopefully you will down the track. Down the track. No, you've been throwing, like ten, throwing tens around willy-nilly tonight. I'm throwing no, out two, you idiot. Um, look, I like what I see. I also liked what I see in the reserves. I uh, saw him burst out of the centre a few times and kick booming goals. Um, I, he, like he, I gave him a six and a half. Fair enough. Jack man. Oh, look, he's still a baby, 20 years old, 21 next March. He played eight games this year for a total of 11 games. So when we see him play at this level, um, he shows class. You know, he's with the ball in hand, he's got poise, skill, vision. He can, he can kick a goal. They're all great attributes for a midfielder. We just want to see him start getting more of it, more influence, more impact. So, you know, what he needs is continuity with his body he just needs just needs to get to that next stage where he's got that physique that he can go on with and get some get some uh fitness in his legs so that he's not uh breaking down with little niggles every now and then i gave him a seven out of ten uh yeah let's hope the best of things to come yeah, i think he's i think i gave him six I, I think he's um his best game was against the giants that was the window into what's potential um, that lies in store for Dave Cunningham, and I think I think he's one of those players. He's a bit like um, he's a bit like Lockie Plowman. I reckon he's just going to be a year on year another brick in the wall type player. I don't think he's going to burst out. You're not going to come out of the blocks like a you know Samo mm. and just light it up no. or Charlie. Oh, I think he's just going to be a bit by oh. methodical. You know, he's got a bit more scope. I think he's got a, a bit of brilliance about him. You know, with when he's around the footy, but I think he's just going to be. I think uh, he's got a beautiful body for football. <laughs> what are you laughing about? <laughs> no, he has. What? But when, no, he it's has. Just a little pregnant pause there after the oh. beautiful body. Oh, well, I meant like he's got he that did. physique. He's got. He did that. Didn't he? <laughs> he wanted us to react, and we got a reaction out of him. So there we go. Well played, Bagsy. Uh, number 29, uh, Cam Paulson, just the one game, did the shoulder, came in with a shoulder, pick 59, um, will be ready to go uh, for the start of the preseason. His one game was the horror show against Port Adelaide. I'm choosing not to rank Cam Paulson, but I'm very excited by what he might do down the track. Yeah, it's hard to write. I gave him a pass mark because I, I actually, <coughs> I've got an opinion of this guy without oh, knowing right. a lot about him. I, I like what I've seen in the games that I've seen him play 
uh, especially a couple of games playing midfield roles in the twos. Um, I reckon he knows his craft. He just doesn't have the body to be able to do it at this level yet. But given time and all the right things going forward, I think he's going to definitely be a player for us. Yeah, the raps, so you're giving him five? Five. Right, uh, yep. The raps out of the club are pretty big. Um, I think there was three games in a row in the resis where we got 27, 28, 29 possessions in the resis. Uh, came in against Port Adelaide. He had that really good rundown. It was a bad game to come in for. Uh, didn't come in for the rest of the year. Got injured. Went, he, they gave him a role a couple of times in the resis as a stopper. Oh, as yeah. a bit of a shutdown type role against... Da- Andrew Swallow uh, one, uh, yeah. yeah. And did a really good job. Good job. So they, there's a possibility they could have him... Look, I don't want to pigeonhole blokes, but there is a possibility that that when Ed Kerno, you know, moves on, that Cam Polson might be the next one on the scene. I don't know, but they do rate him. Look, I, I found it hard to rate. I, I just gave him a three because I... I, I, I no, sorry. I should, three. I should so not your rate. So expe- your expectations were... I, I thought your when, when he came in and had that one game, yeah. I, I sort of thought that he'd get four or five. <laughs> I'll give him a three. But I don't know how to rate him. Right. It's a bullshit rating. I reckon you'll know how to rate him. I reckon it's you'll, a stupid. Yeah. Well, three is a stupid rating for him. Yeah. Uh, I reckon you'll be able to know how to rate the next bloke. Number 30, Charlie Kerno. Uh, I know, I know one of the great, I'll just, one of the great failings of poor clubs is to uh sure one of the bad one of the failings of poor clubs is to get to overrate their good players and hang everything on the good players it's what you know St Kilda used to do with Tony Lockett and you know the bad clubs have always done it and I know there's a genuine and natural excitement um regarding Charlie Kerno because of the way he plays and what he does but it's legitimate, right? This oh, guy, the this foot, guy. The football yeah, world yeah. knows about Charlie Kerno. It's not an internal thing. It's yeah, it's, it's an external point. thing now. So I think all the critics have their eyes well and truly open to the potential of this guy. Um, look, it wasn't a complete season. He, he hit his straps around the Port Adelaide game was the turning point mm. for his season, yeah. I think. It was, you're right. That's right. Against that the was fl- the yeah, game. No, no, he stood out. He was a beacon. Uh, that, that, but, from, yeah. but from that point on, he it was a steady climb and then he maintained a very high standard for the rest of the year. Um, he's starting... It was round five. Round five? You can say it. Right, right, You'll let say it. Oh, I just... You you're know, not off air. No, yeah. but, you so, know, I like to do the professional. He, he knows... <laughs> He knows his level. He's a very he's a very hungry athlete. You can see that he knows what he's capable of and he's hungry for success within himself. He's self-driven. I love that about the Kernos. It's not about external forces putting pressure on them. I think they do it themselves. They've got a standard. And this guy is obviously everything we really need at the club. Um, a very good observation by you about the Kernos. So there we go. I'm, I've given him eight and a half. Um, I I think that's about where he sits for this season. Um, just don't get, just keep, stay fit, young man. An unbelievable year, really. Oh. An unbelievable year. In his second year, he's played 21 games. Six last year. Only the six last year. Last year, he averaged 10 disposals. This year, 14. Kicked 20 goals this year. That's you know, one a game. Um, His marking numbers six, through the roof. Six marks a yeah, game, yeah. average. 
only three last year. Three tackles a game for a big boy. Mm-hmm. That's not that's pretty good. I would have thought. Um, uh, I, what more can you say about a bloke? He's finished fourth in the Rising Star. Yep. Finished fourth in yep. the Rising Did he Star. Fourth? Yes. Yeah. yeah okay. Yep. Yep. I thought he's third. Mm, fourth, pretty yep. sure. For, no, no, I think I think Salt okay. and Pepper beat him. Um, no, I'd rather have. Well, I know who's going to beat him down the track. Oh, mate, one bloke's going flat to the boards right now. Yep, and Will the, other one's, the other one's coasting. Oh, mate, the other one's so, got skies uh, Contested marks, uh, Levi finished with 52, but in his second year, Kerno, Charlie Kerno finished with 36. So you can that's see a that's, that's, that's a, a good, good number. number. Yeah, that's yeah. a bloody good number. I gave him, look, he's the bloke I, uh, you know, basically he was the bloke I suggested that he was the one to look at this year. Oh. And um, sorry about that, but um, I had to a, pat on the back, yeah, a little bit of a hey, 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 Bagsy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> picked a good one, there. picked a good one there, sunshine. Uh, I'll give him a nine. I thought he was a tremendous year, and, and look, that's that's probably not giving me a lot to move in the years to come. But this guy here, he's special. I gave him nine and a half. I, he's Jesus. What, uh, because because what he did compared to what I expected from him mm. was. In the roles that we asked him to play, we weren't giving him soft roles this year. It no, wasn't right. just drift around, you know, get your 10 or 11. He was the man. Kick a goal if you want. He, there's none of that with Charlie Kernow this he year. He was the he, man he was in some the, of these he games. Was, he was the man. And he didn't shy away from it. And I'll and tell you what, I know where some of those hardened defenders were going. They weren't going to Levi. Oh, no, no, they were going no, straight no, to him. No, no. He's this they bloke, knew. He, they knew what, what they were after. He blew he blew his own cap right off and uh, kept, for my way of thinking, kept delivering. I'll be interested to see what the Brownlow votes dish up round 22 in the Hawthorne game, um, just to show how strong he finished the year for a second-year player. Um, no, no, he was immense in my mind. And um, I don't expect he's going to be a nine-and-a-half player. I think it'll if he went into the season with a – a ranking from me of about six to hit what I thought was going to be his benchmark. He's taken it up to nine and a half. I think he'll settle somewhere around the eight. Eight. He'll be. He might even settle around nine. I think he's. I know people comparing to Anthony Kudafidis. I reckon this bloke's more week in week out. Kuda had the two years of you know undeniably breathtaking footy ninety nine and two thousand or two thousand two thousand one whatever they were. But I reckon I reckon Kuda at nineteen could only dream of being the footballer that Charlie Curnow was. Um, and I'm, I'm not saying he's going to go on to scale the heights of Cuda for those special years that Cuda Fiti's had. But I reckon Charlie's going to play at a more consistently very good level for longer than Cuda probably did. And that's, um, shit, that's pretty high praise now you come no, to think of it, isn't it? He's better than Cuda. He, he he will be a better player than Kuda. There's well, no doubt about that. You're talking about body of work. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, just yeah, be, it, yeah, to me, he's he looks like Kuda. Yeah, okay. He does some Kuda type things. But, but he's a different player yeah, to Kuda. No, no, no. That's what I mean. He's a different that's player. That's what I'm getting at. That's what I'm but getting at. But he will be a better player uh, by the end of his career than Kuda ever was. He'll be a better player. Just don't pray for no speed. Bumps along the way. Uh, oh, no, you just enough. hope no, no, well, no, injury, injury, injury. We don't the know about, do we? The type of player he is brings on yeah. more injury, unfortunately. Well, unfortunately, it does, <clears> and <throat> that's something that unfortunately we have no. He has no control no. over. Yeah, exactly. Touch wood, but I believe he's a better player. Shit, I thought I was making a big statement. Um, number thirty-one. Uh, whew, 
taken at number 61 in the national draft. Now, now, bear that in mind when you're thinking about the year that Tom Williamson had. He was taken at number 61 in the national draft. I told you to get a, a stat on that. You still haven't oh, given still it haven't to me. It. No, I'll get no. there one of these days. Yeah. 61, and he's played what? 15, 15 games. games of footy. And mm. not just played 15 now, games. Look, there'll be people out there saying, oh, you know, sorry, not from opposition supporters don't listen to this, but if you rave about a bloke who's played, come from pick 61 to play 15 games, they'll be saying, well, you're a shit side. Who gives a shit? You're a shit side. <laughs> well, we might be, not necessarily using the word shit side, we may be an undeveloped side that allowed a bloke like this to play 15 games of football. But he warranted every game that he played, I reckon. Mm. Oh, yeah, and and played. And he played, played the, game. the game. He played the game. He played. He wasn't game. holding back. Oh, sh- stood no, up to no, blokes. No. He stood up to blokes. Oh, he yeah. ran. Yeah. He. Uh, I saw something in him uh, the day we went to St Kilda Carlton at Princess Park right. in the JLT, hmm. and he had a. Uh, he had no influence at all uh, early in the match, and then I think in the third or last quarter, he decided to. You know, they must have said to him, "Mate, just go, take off. Who have cares? A it's, a, it's, a, it's just a bloody practice game." He dished it off to someone, got it back again, ran, must have run 40, 50 metres, took a bounce. And just from that point, I thought, you can see something in the guy that I like, what we like, mm. is run out of defence. And I think he certainly uh, brought that. What did he do? What's his numbers? I mean, he averaged 12 possessions a game. Uh, tough. He got tough possessions. That was the thing about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, look, I... Again, I didn't rate him as highly as SPS, but I rate him equally. I thought he was on par with Fisher, so I rate him a seven and a half. Okay. Gex? Uh, I gave him six and a half, but I know that's kind of low. Look, just massive. I guess he has exceeded expectations from a game's point of view. Um, But the games he did play, he was a little bit up and down in form, I thought, which was... A little bit to do with his physical capabilities. A little bit to do with confidence. I know he, he's got a he's a boy. He no, had a I couple of injuries that. too, didn't he? He, he got a couple of injuries along the way. Yeah, didn't he? and and a couple um, of stingers in the shoulders, and I don't know if that resulted in any major damage. But uh, and they ended up resting him for a couple of weeks yeah. because yeah, he, ran it was a, he just yeah. That's what yeah, I'm yeah. saying. There was a bit of peak and trough about his season, even though he was getting games in, um, which is why I gave him the six yeah. and a half. It wasn't like a a flat line consistency of performance. It was a little bit up and down. He had some better games than others. Um, but the, the signs of what he's capable of, um, the fact that he can run and carry, bounce the ball, he seems to be very good by foot and he's a left footer, which I, I crave the left footers in our side from what you see in football. Um, they're all great things to look forward to. I think this season's going to give him a lot of confidence uh, he shows, he shows that bit of grit, uh, determination, oh, yeah. and the fact that he's going to stand up when it's time to stand up. You know that those l- moments in the game where it counts, where the game's on the line, he's going to be in the mix. I think he's one of those guys. I so agree. Mm, yep. I gave him a six and a half. Could have been a bit more, but that's where I. Say. I gave him eight. Oh, I think number sixty-one <laughs> coming in, no expectations, mm. like. Zero expectations on, on mm. a kid coming from that oh, deep in the draft. I didn't know he, plays, he was. And he plays 15 games. That's that's huge. 1995, 
Daniel Lowther, Geelong, plays 33 games at number 61. Yeah. Not Daniel 33 Lather. games. He played 33 games. 1996. Uh, he can't play six. 33 games in a year. No, for his career. What's 1996. No, well, he's got this bloke covered. Stephen Powell. He went on to play 142 games. So that was a pretty good pick at number 61. You want to, there's two years, 19, so no, there have been some good players taken at number nine, number 61. No, I, what's not the question I was Tim asking? Tim Fonachiaro, no good. Can, You're going no off good. on a tangent. I meant, number who got picked, picked 61 and Ricky, played in their first year and played 15 games? Ricky Symes. Your ears no painted game, on. Played no games. Well, Heard was 72. 19, you're just talking about James Heard was 72. 1961, uh, picked oh, 61 yeah. in 1999. Stop him. Get, Mark stop Ainley, him. played stop no him. games. Stop him. I think we've got a good one here. Boys, don't worry. Yeah. The numbers will tell you that we've got a good one. Uh, number 32. Mm. We've talked about Nicky Graham a bit this year. Nick Graham, boys. Very, very easy, this one, I would have thought. 12 games last year, 10 this year, 18 average disposals last year, 18 this year, two goals last year, three this year, five average marks a game, five this year, five tackles a game last year, five this year. It's just more of the same. Same, same for me. It's just, for me, it's a clear example of a guy who comes in, does kind of what he's got to do, fulfills a role on the day, goes back to the reserves, gets 35, come back, he'll come back in three weeks down the track, get his 18. Sorry, Nick, but it's a five. It's a five. You must find improvement. Mm Mm-hmm. He's not finding improvement for whatever reason, whether it's the game is different, obviously, from AFL to VFL level. They, uh, he is at that level that he just can't improve. He is what he is. He's not contracted, I believe. Pending. Right. Um, interesting. I'm giving him a five. I Cannot rate him any higher than that. Gekman? So in 2013, he played two games. In 14, he played eight. In 15, he played six. 16, he plays 12. And this year, he plays 10. This seems to be a bit of a pattern emerging with Nick. He's a, he's, he's in the middle, sort of stuck between a rock and a hard yeah, place. Exactly. I don't know. Um, look, he's still... He's 24 next June. He's still young, 23... And he's a midfielder. So you could say he's still, maybe he's one of those late maturing types, which do exist in football. But the game doesn't give you a lot of time to take your time, to find your time, to find your your place. Yeah, you not really, for the role he plays, yeah. It, it, it's a, it's Been a, in the system for a few years. Well, that's, you know, that's the thing. I, I think he was set back initially with Malthouse, and he was, I reckon two of those years were crueled for whatever reason. The last two years, you could probably start pointing the finger a bit more at him because he's, he's had a crack with a new regime, but he doesn't, some games he, you think, you know, nice. I love that kick inside 50. You mm. hit it beautifully the right side of the contest. And then the next minute, time and space. And then he has a brain explosion, kicks it sideways and misses everything. And you yeah. think, well, how is that possible with a skillful player, you know? Mm. Look, I gave him 6 out of 10. Um, massive question marks. 
if he if he manages to hang on, he's surely into his last season if he doesn't try. Uh, all year we've been talking about him um, as being a player on the margin. Like he's, <coughs> he's, he's marginally too good for the VFL and he's marginally not good enough for the That's AFL. That's exactly what he's been. And he, all the numbers are the same. And what he needed to do this year was be better than last year. Well, he wasn't. He wasn't better than last year. He was about the same, which means if he's the same – and everyone else is getting 5% better, which is what they say, you know, year in, year out. Well, he's gone backwards. And I love, look, this is not a pot on him. I've given him 4.75. I wanted to give him a pass, but I just can't because he needed to be better this year than he was. Um, he played five, he strung five games together. This is how hard it's been for him. He strung five games together between round six and 10. That is the second longest streak of games that he's had in his entire career. So he never gets continuity no. at AFL level. He's in for one, he's out. He's in for two, he's out. He's in for three, he's out. The most he's ever played at one particular time was six straight, and that was about three or four years ago. Mm. At the end of the year, this year he played five straight, and then he's hoiked again, out you go. Good. He does so much right, but it's, his good stuff is not good enough. It's just not good enough. And uh, I'll be happy if, for him, if they find a spot for him on the list next year because uh, I think that he's a good influence around the group. He's not a bad player to have around the joint. But we've seen a lot of Nick Graham now, and I really wanted him to be better this year than he was. Yeah. An opportunity presented itself to him, and unfortunately he's played 10 games, too fewer than last year. I don't know how you can pass him this year. If five is your pass mark, um, I don't know how you can do it. But that's the reality. Mm. Number 33, Jared Pickett. Uh, played 10 games this year. First time he's played senior footy at AFL level. Played the last four. Uh, kicked goals in his last three games. He was warming up, mate. He was warming up at the end of the year, Jared Pickett. Oh, yeah, definitely. I... Uh, I've just written down here, nice intro, a nice intro into our club. thought we saw enough of him early, but it wasn't working for him. And then he got another, well, he obviously got a lot of games towards the back end and really started to show what he's uh, capable of. Nowhere near what potentially he can get to. Um, but, you know, tackling and, and, and some of the goals he kicked and harassing, I think he's got some special qualities. Uh, I gave him a bit better than a pass, Mark. I thought I thought by the halfway mark I'd be giving him a three or the four. Come round 11, I would have thought, I thought, gee, he might not get back into this side. But they gave him another a go, and he did lift, and he did show. So I'm going to give him a six. No worries. Mm. Uh, I, I just summed him up as being exciting but frustrating at the same time. Teased us a lot with his ability to run and elude, uh, but just lacked the finishing to uh, for, the, for, for what we desired of him. Um, look, 10 games in his first year, coming off... Um, Ankle Rico. Yeah, mm. he, had, he had... Pretty serious. Serious setbacks before he came to Carlton. So 10 games in the bank is really good. Um, I think his defensive traits are really exciting as well, which is uh, a really good uh, trait to have. 
And um, hopefully the best is yet to come. I mean, surely the best is yet to come from what we've seen. He's not going to get worse. He's going to go forward, I would imagine. I gave him a six and a half out of ten. I gave him 6.75. Massive unknown. (laughs) You're the one who asked me. Don't roll your eyes. You said, can we give half points? I didn't know we were allowed to give point two five. I've clearly thought about it a bit more than you two blokes have. Um, He was a massive unknown at the start of the year. Mm. Uh, Now we have huge reason to enthuse about what he can bring to the table. I want to give huge credit to Andrew Phillips and the club, the coaching staff and the match committee. Uh, midpoint of the year, you know, they they clearly decided he needed to um, get. Yeah, what did I say? Phillips. Oh, he's next. <laughs> Look at his Andrew. Andrew Walker, of course. Um, I want to give huge credit to Andrew Walker. Mm. They decided that he needed to get a get out of the mm. system for a couple mm. of weeks and do a big block of training, yeah, yeah, which he did. Which he did. Yeah. And we saw the benefits of that in the second Absolutely. half. Absolutely. So now he knows what he needs to. Of course, he, he knows the level. Of course, he does. And hopefully, hopefully. Uh, he's had the lick of the ice cream, and he mm-hmm. likes the taste. He, well, you know, hopefully he wants more of it. This you is know? what it's all about, Andy. Yep. It's not yep. just the – you don't just play 10 games of footy and say, oh, I've done enough. Mate, no. we need a lot more yep. out of this well, guy because he, he, he's exciting. Like he's got said. upside. He's got yep. serious, serious upside. It's up to him to make sure yep. he gets the most out of it. Yep. It's not Andrew Walker who's next. It's Andrew Phillips who's next, number 34. Played just the one game. Had the recurrence of that foot injury. It's stress fracture related. He's had it in the past. It's his left foot. That's a worry, I would have thought. Uh, not insurmountable. We've seen Matty Cruiser come back from foot problems in that position. Um, but and I, but and I applaud the footy club. They saw the long game with Andrew Phillips. Let's not muck around. Let's let's not put him under more stress to get him to play this year. Let's get him out now and give him as much time as possible to get himself right. So impossible to rate from my yeah, perspective, Andrew I'm, Phillips. I'm declining a rating. Yep. It's just too difficult. I really like what I saw in the reserves. From I him. like what I really oh, like no, what so I saw. Like, he no, no. he can take a grab, he can kick goal, he can. I know he, he can play. He can play. He can play. But you it's can't just, rate him on 2017. It's just yeah, too hard. I'll, I reckon. I'll, I'll, I'll decline to rate too. Oh, you had a number alongside. I did have a number. What number did you? Have? I just, just had. A, the, I just had a little three for historic. See, that's disappointing, but anyway. What are you talking about? I'm starting with threes, and actually, if he goes well, I'll give him a five or a six or a seven. You're an idiot. You declined a rate, so that's a zero. That's enough. That's not a rating. That's a zero. Not a zero is a rating. Well, you're declining to bloody rate is a zero. (laughs) At least I'm having a go. Number Number 35, Ed Kerno. Played the first 14. uh, Copped the elbow in the throat from Trent Cochin. Uh, and then didn't play again. That was the end of it. All she wrote. Yeah, well, that's right. Uh, but I thought he was tracking okay. I think he was another one that probably started a little bit slow mm. early in the year, like Simo, didn't he? Yeah. But came into his own, started to average, you know, into his 20s disposal-wise, and actually kicked... Um, yes. Actually kicked six goals. Yes, he did. In only the 13 games. So he might have got to double figures this year. Which is a big plus for him. Um, four marks a game and, and, and five. Well, tackles tackles are the big part of his game. And uh, actually was a, a little bit low in that and a little bit low in average disposal. So um, uh, a little bit hard to rate, but I thought he was tracking okay. I gave him a six and a half. Jack Mann? Uh, I think he's just a player who's become really important to the fabric of the team. Uh, terrific example... For the kids, the Kerno 
brothers are probably really good workhorses on the track uh, as well as on the field week to week. Um, contested possessions he was in front of big time, uh, averaging 10.38 a game, um, which obviously is not a strength of the team uh, outside of Cripps. So he's, he's really important to the fabric mm. of the team from that perspective. Uh, I gave him a 7 out of 10. I thought he was tracking quite well when the injury came along. So I gave him 7.5. I think he met all expect. I've got him high, really highly rated in terms of the reliability factor and the job that he does. Really interested in the more kicking, more goals mm. stuff with him. He's another one of those players mm. that seems to be in a process of reprogramming. Um, and I'll be interested to see you know where that takes him. As a player, uh, but up until he got injured, I think he was meeting all expectations. I gave him seven and a half and can't wait to get him back. Paddy Kurt, hip injury ended his season, didn't get to see him. So hopefully we'll get to see him next year. Can't wait. Uh, I think he's got a lot to offer. Number 37. Anyone want to say anything on Kurt before we move on? Who? Patrick who? Patrick Kerr. 37? 36, Patrick Kerr. I've just gone... Oh. We've gone number thirty-five, Ed Kerno. Oh. Number 36. Patrick Kerr. I like what I like what okay. I see. Very, I like a lot what I see. It's hard uh, to rate him. On, oh, you can't on rate tonight, him. It's impossible to yeah. rate him. I, no I reckon if he, if you can't I, rate him, if he didn't, if he didn't have that hip in hip, yeah, hip yeah, injury. Hip, 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 yep. Oh, I reckon he would have got a game. Yeah, we were both going down that path, weren't we? Yeah, I reckon he yeah, might yeah, have, yeah. they might have snuck one in for him yeah, keep, very late. Keep an eye on it. He'll he'll play. I reckon they'll give him a chance early preseason. Mm. They'll give him. A, they'll push him up and let him see because we, you know, he's a genuine forward. He's a genuine, yeah. and he did knows he, how to play. Did he play in the in any of the three? He might JL have played teams? a JLT last year. Yeah, I think he might have. Yeah, I can't remember. Got a feeling he might have. Anyway. Uh, number thirty-seven's retired. Daniel yeah. Gorringe, no games this year. Four in two thousand and sixteen. Thanks. Retired. Thank you. Number 38, Kieran Byrne. 15 games in three years after his three this year. <sighs> Did the ankle. He's going to be right to go at the start of the preseason, which is a great result because we all feared the worst, I think, when we saw that mm. injury. Who wants to rate the three games of Kieran oh, Byrne? I'm going to decline a rating. I just found it too difficult. I, mm. I can't judge him. Yeah. Well, I, I can. I, I'm going to say to him, Bez, I'm going to say... Yeah. The fact that he got back yes. is is rateable. And we saw in round 22 what this bloke can do. In the, Hawthorne, the limit. In the That's all Absolutely. And there was a reminder. There was oh, a I reminder. saw enough of him in the reserves. Yeah, of course you know. yep, yep. Oh, I gave him a three. <laughs> What? That, keep, that's like, why I decline because a number a number I, I, sends the wrong message either exactly. way. Exactly. So you, you know what win. I mean by the three, don't yeah, you? I know what you mean. You know what I mean. He, he thinks that I'm, I'm, that's I'm why sticking I'm not up doing him. it. I'm not sticking it up him. Because now next year if I do this, I know that I've started with a three. And next year I might it might be a six and say, well, he's doubled his output. You're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> number 39, I'm having 5.25. Number 39 is Dale Thomas. Played 18 games. He's now played 61 games for Carlton, Dale Thomas. Can you believe that? Dale Thomas played 61 games for Carlton. He was down in possessions, tackles, clearances, and contested possessions on his career average, but he was up in clangers. So if you're wanting to be an effective player, all of the clear numbers, and he's out of contract, decision pending, all the numbers say Dale you're not going to get it as much, mm. but when you get it, you need to be better with it. Well, no. He's not getting it as much. 
Mm. And when he gets it, he's he wastes it more this year than he's ever wasted it on average in his career. Go on. Talk, I, talk to me about Dale Thomas. I gave him a six out of ten. Did you really? Only because she whiz. Only because on exposed form in a Carlton jumper, he probably had a slightly better season than previous seasons. But I don't rate him based on what you said. I mean, his stats might have looked reasonable, but he's inefficient, uh, especially by foot. He's inefficient, and he often makes poor decisions. And he can't get the important ball anymore. That's his problem. He can't get yeah. the important cod anymore. That's the thing that that that's the thing that that is too elusive for for Daisy now. Mm. What did you? How did oh, you? look, he, he's he's just he's become a bit player. I mean, I um, I I only I based everyone on last year. I didn't have the career sort of stats, but like Nick Graham, just same same. Eighteen matches last year, eighteen matches this year. Mm. Average disposals eighteen last year, eighteen this year. Goals kicked eight this year, only the six last year. Marks four a game, six a game. Tackles three last year, only the two this year. I think it's just more of the same, same. I don't see any extra level that he can get to. Is it to. good enough to oh, – no, just give me a number. Yeah. Oh, I gave him a five, mate. Yeah, I gave him four. Oh, it, the podcast you want to do, mm. is he good enough – has he done enough mm. to keep his well, spot? That's a, that's yeah, the right. Thing, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, oh, well, well, has he done enough to keep his spot? If it was me making the decision, I'd say no. But I could understand why they would keep him on the list. Oh, ditto. Exactly ditto is what Gecko just said. I'd, I don't know. I'll tell you what. Probably ditto for me too, to be honest. Mm. Um, Jesse Glass-McCasker was on the list as a rookie, but mm. uh, didn't play. Mm. Still there for the time being, I believe. We'll see what happens down the track. Now, number 41. Um, Winston uh, Churchill. <laughs> It, mate, it's his first full season, the first full year that he's played. Mm. He signed a new two new a new two year contract. Best season by goals that he's ever had. Thirty four. He was second in the competition for contested marks. I you know what? When you look back, I'll kick it off by saying this. When you look back at what he's done, I reckon we might have been a bit hard on Levi this year. That's my gut feel. I reckon we wanted more from him then maybe he was capable of giving. And what he gave us this year was, by any measurement of what he's done in the past, pretty good. And yet we all sat here week in, week out, lamenting the fact that he didn't give us more. And yet the body of work that he's produced on the season has been good enough for the club to give him two more years. And the numbers actually don't look Best goal tally he's ever produced in a poor team that doesn't kick goals. And second in the competition for contested marks. What more do we want from Levi Casbolt, boys? Uh, look, played every game, like you said. Averages 10 disposals a game, pretty much the same as last year. He's up 16 goals from last year, which is, uh, it's a, that's that's a tick. In any man's big language, tick, for sure. It's a big tick, mate. Yeah, it is. Um, in a side that's bereft of blokes who can kick goals. Um, five, and, five and a half marks a game average. I think, personally, I think that's low for a bloke 
like him. So that's somewhere I believe he just needs take to, more of him. Yep, yeah, yep, he yep. needs to take more of him, get to more contests, and take more marks. Um, he only averages two tackles a game. Hitouts non-existent. He averages six hitouts a game. No it's good. just no, no good. Uh, but that's probably a role that he's probably scratching his head, thinking, "Well, that's not the role I've ever played. I, I, you know, you're using me up because you have no one else to go into that role." Um, contested mark fifty-two, goals thirty-four. Okay, there's the huge, there's the two good ticks. But I'm sorry to say that, you know, you you mount a case and you kind of want to give him a little bit of um leeway. I'll go back to I went back to my votes to look at what sort of um, player he was in my eyes mm. week in week out. He voted in ten out of his twenty two, and I never gave him more than a two, a one and a two. Mm. Now you know what ones and twos no, are no, in, no, in our being. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yep, yep. So he never got to in my he never got to a three or a four, and voted in ten games out of twenty two. I think you get giving him a little bit of an out because of a couple of numbers there that I can sort of see why you are. But I gave him a five overall because I believe a bloke like this who, from all reports, and I believe it was bullshit that these reports of 500 and 600,000 out there for him were a furphy, that his management were trying to dupe us, right? So thankfully Carlton didn't fall for that trick. And we got him because, you know what? Nobody else was prepared to put anything there for him. So we, we locked him away for two years. He does, so I've been told, he does help the Mackays and the Kernos and the Sosses develop because he takes, supposedly takes the best defender. Well, I'm not so sure about that. But, look, I'm still wanting a lot more out of him. There's a possibility we could get more out of him. But I'll tell you one thing about this guy. If Mackay gets going, if Mackay gets going next next year, this guy better get going too. Mm. Otherwise, he could find himself in the twos, like he probably should have been this year on two or three occasions. But we didn't have the replacement, so I'm still going to stay harsh with him, and I'm not going to change my mind because of a couple of little stats that now I've read. I'm going on what I saw week in, week out. And week in, week out, I didn't see enough. So I'm sticking with a five. Sure. No worries. What about you? Yeah, look, uh, 22 games, 34 goals, all great. Um, I think I think the fact that he has to pinch hit in the ruck does take away from his ability to play a better role in the forward line for us. But there was too many times this year that I saw him check out physically and mentally against opponents, and it wasn't just me. It was commentators no, watching happened. the game. Yeah, no, no, it, it happened. happened. No, it no, happened. No, Impartial, no, neutral no, people yeah, no, yeah, making 100%. the same yep. observations. Absolutely. So <coughs> I, there's a part of me that is desperate to see Levi succeed. I, I like the way he plays when he's at his best, and yet there's another part of me that drops my head when I don't see him play to his potential so I've given him 7 out of 10 and I look forward at the age of he's 28 next March he still has a lot of time left I still think there is something left for us to savour and I just hope I'm right I think he's been a victim of our the more I think about it 
I think he's a victim of our expectations. And I'm not going to let him. I'm not going to let him off the hook. But I'm going to say that he may just not be able to be the player that we want him to be. But the player that he is is actually okay. He's actually okay. And on that basis, I've given him six and a half. And I'm a bit like you, get again on this. I'm leaning more to some of your observations and yours, which is interesting tonight. You've been a bit harder than mm. Gecko and I have, which is maybe the right way to go. But oh, he was a late. There's no right or wrong here. He was a late developer. He, he started late. You know, Kaz Bold, he was rookie, rookie, mm. late, late. Wasn't highly rated as a kid coming through. And, you know, if he's, if there is, if he hasn't reached the zenith yet, um, well, it's going to be okay. Like, if he's got a better year in him than the one that he's produced this year, if he's got 65 contested marks uh, and 55 or 60 goals in him in a year, well, then he becomes elite. That makes him an elite player. Oh, anything over 50 goals elite, is getting into elite. the, which is ridiculous yep. in itself. That's another goal again. That's yeah. another goal again. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You know, so. Uh, number 42, Kim LaBoyce waiting. Number 43, Simon White. Played 11. Um, contract status pending. Um, had played 19, 14, and 17 in the previous three years. His heart's as big as the CFC on the jumper that he wears, but it's hard to give him a pass mark, I'll put to you. Mm. It's hard, like, mm. is it hard to... I don't know where you rated him. I gave him. I found myself giving Whitey three and a half because I would have expected more of the same. That would have been 16 to 18 games. Mm. He's played 11. He's found himself squeezed out because of the acquisition of some of these young defenders. They've just proved themselves a bit more. And, he's, and his clang account, I mean, he's, he's, his ball use was at times horrible this year, you know, so... He, he continually gets injured too. Yeah, that's that the problem. That, that Levi, knee, Levi got him. Levi got him in got that him Melbourne again, yeah. game. Oh, look I, look, I can't spend a lot of time on the bloke. You're right. He's a bit of a club man. Yeah, uh, fantastic fella. Um, oh, I gave him a four, okay. which is not yep. a pass mark. It's I gave not him a three and a half. Mark, so. yeah. I thought he played some serviceable games. He did. He always he does. Did. He no, did. He always does. No, no, he did. That's what he does. I don't think he embarrassed himself. No, he had a no, couple of moments that no. he'd like to take back. Not embarrassed, but he's getting shunted out. Yeah, and uh, I think the the body was more of a reason that he didn't get more games than the fact that he was out of form. I know he. I know he got dropped a couple in the of first times, half yeah. of the season when they were prioritising kids. Mm. Definitely, he mm. was pushed back to the twos for mm. those reasons. But in the second half of the year, he was physically incapable of playing in the seniors. So. And I've heard what Fraser says about him in the twos. He's invaluable. In oh, the, no, he's invaluable. no, that doesn't surprise me. That doesn't surprise no, me at all. No, that doesn't I mean, surprise me. You know, what him. he'd be teaching McCready and what have you. Yeah, yeah. I've scored him six. I, I okay. didn't think he was as bad as you guys, but, mm. you know, much, much. Oh, I'm not saying he's bad. I'm just saying that on the previous three years, he's played 19, 14, 17 games. I was expecting him to be... A five or a five and a half to six play again, and he didn't reach that mark, yeah, no, so I've got to I drop him down. So, uh, the next bloke, well, he only played the seven game. Now, now, Simon White has played nine in the last three years. He's had nine wins and thirty-seven losses for Carlton. <laughs> Think about that. Last three years, White has played in nine wins and thirty-seven losses. It'll rip your heart out. The bloke who wore number forty-four, the locker next to him, 
played seven games this year and they won three. So he's going at almost 50%. Almost 50%. The other boy's going at half that. Yeah, no. Um, he came off the rookie list as a mature age rookie. He's got himself a contract extension. You mentioned his 1% count. Uh, it's the best since his first year in the AFL. So he's, re- he's reinvigorated as a player. His tackle counts through the roof. His effort levels, Alex Silvani, were um, – you could just, just – what. don't worry about stats. Just watch this bloke play. His mm. effort – Oh, his his effort. effort was unbelievable when he came into the side. I mean, how good a second, season. Second and none. Oh. All right. Well, expectations. Expectations. I remember the podcast before podcast one. Well, someone had me in the team round one. You had You. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You did. That's right. A little pat on the back for Andy. <laughs> and I know what I said, too. I sort of, sort of, I sort of laughed and thought, oh, this guy's on, you know. Yeah, I, me I, too. I, I didn't think he was... I didn't think he was... Didn't have any special qualities. I didn't think so either. I thought, you know, they've just got him as a spare parts, you know. If a couple of blokes go down, they might use him oh, here, what? they might use him there. I've read Nice for the listeners to know that there's one bloke on this podcast who knows what he's talking about. Hang He's pumping himself up. He's my big win for yeah. the year. Oh, look, no, uh, he is. Look, the expectations from me would have been very low. I didn't really expect anything out of him. He well and truly, expect uh, his expectations exceeded what I thought. I gave him an eight. I gave him 8.25. Mm. I had a massive effect on the field, winning contests mm. and uh, impacting on the game, influencing teammates. He had really good effects mm. in those areas. He's, 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 the way he speaks, he's very hungry, not only fight, fly the flag, but to play for this club. I, I love the fact that he speaks really well on and off the field about what he does. And um, he's very important in the transition moving forward with the kids and, and showing leadership on the ground and transitioning mm. that across. So uh, I just think uh, he's how got... How old is he? He's 20, 30 in September. Oh, 30, all right. 30 this year. Okay. I've given him seven and a half only because he's only managed the seven games. Uh, I want to see it over a longer period of time. But, yeah, look, get that knee fixed. Yeah. I, I didn't yeah. like the way he broke down twice, twice with that knee. Yeah. Yeah. I want to see it. I don't want him just rested and hopefully time heals. Yeah. I, uh, if there is something wrong with it, get it fixed. That's a good point. Love yeah. his chase downs. Oh, yeah, no, no. The closing speed of oh. the Sydney game against Franklin. Well, how much you saw the difference second time round. Now, they, they played us off the park the second time round everywhere, but the first time round, Franklin couldn't get his hands on the mm. footy. Second time, he had it on a string, and the bloke who was missing was Alex Silvani. So when you do that breakfast, you're doing a breakfast in a few weeks' time. Why don't you two come along? I don't... I don't God, oh, too tight. Whether I, I do or don't. I'm just yeah. asking you, when you do that breakfast, you're sitting next to Paul Ruse, is that correct? Correct. Right. Can you ask him, has he been watching football for long? Sure. Yeah. His comments that day against Sydney, <laughs> right, about Alex Silvani, he didn't realise that Alex closing Silvani speed. was closing speed yeah, so right. quick. I oh. want you to ask him that question. Oh, I need to know from an done. AFL coach how he did not know no, that can, Alex Silvani has been in the system for, I'll what, eight years, <laughs> hasn't got good closing speed. See, watch games with his bloody eyes shut. <laughs> Number 45. <laughs> Andy Gallucci's been delisted. Uh, disappointing, I think. Nah, disappointing. Yeah. Yeah. Number 46, Matty Wright. Played 22 mm. again. Hasn't missed a game since he's come to the club. 
Kicked 22 goals last year. He's kicked 30 this year. He laid less than three tackles a game, which is probably the only pot on him. Everything else, he's a true pro, isn't he? Yeah. True pro. Yeah, true pro. He's, he's, uh, he's played 44 games two for years. two years. He hasn't missed a game. Has not missed a game. Sensational. And probably kicked uh, 52 goals in those 42. Four matches, so averaging a little bit more than one a game. Kick some big goals too. He's kicked some, oh, some yeah. big goals. Oh yeah, um, they won us the game. The, the they kicked four against at the MCG Melbourne. We beat Melbourne at the MCG. No, we didn't beat them. Uh, no, no, he beat. No, he kicked four. He's gone right four, but we didn't win. No, we yeah. won a game. He kicked four. I'm Look, sure we his did. average disposals were a little bit down this year, sixteen as opposed to twenty last year. But uh, I think we used him in some different roles this year too. I think he probably would have gone through the midfield a bit mm. more this year than last year. Um, I gave him a seven point five. I thought it was a really solid year. Mm. I gave him an eight. I thought he added. The ability to organise and show a bit more leadership mm, this year than mm. the first year. Yeah, so no, they do say that. About just another him. notch. I mean, he's a great bloke, and you yep. can you know the players respect him. That's all you can um, ask for. I gave him seven. Did you do your top ten according to your rankings? Certainly did. Okay, go ahead. What was your top ten according to your rankings? All right, my rankings were uh, Doherty ranked number one, uh, Jones ranked number two, Cruiser three, Charlie Kerno four. Gibbs, 5, Murphy, 6, SPS, 7, Marchbank, 8, Alex, Alex Silvani, 9, and Cripps, 10. Hello? Did, did you have Liam Jones in there? Two, rank okay, 2. Okay. Um, yours, please. I, I had the top 10, but they're not ranked in specific order. Well, what, to, what basis have you got to put well, it? I, I had equal first. Just your vibe. Equal firsts. Uh, based on the ratings, with Jones, yeah, that's right. Jones, Cruz, and Doc were equal first. Okay, yeah, you're on the same right three. Then I had uh, Gibbs and Charlie as equal seconds. Same two. And then equal thirds were Murph, SBS, and Wright. You two should get a room. Yeah. And then making up the last two spots, I put Plowman and Marchbank. My top ten were uh, Kerno, Charlie one, Jones two. This is based on you know the. Mm. R- Charlie Kerno one, Jones two, Cruiser three, Doherty four, Cripps, Alex Silvani equal five, Murphy, Gibbs and Willow equal eight, equal nine, and Ed Kerno number ten. There you go. And Marchie and Samo were just outside the top ten. No, so. Cripps. Oh, yeah, yeah, Cripps and Silvani. I mentioned that, didn't I? I don't know. Charlie Kerno, Jones, Cruiser, Doherty, Cripps and Silvani. Okay. Then Murphy, Gibbs, Willow on the same line, then Ed Kerno. Well, I suppose there's a couple of little... Ins and outs there, but well, predominantly pretty much got the same. So what we'll do, so yeah. those who are invested in this podcast, you've, she's your better be because we've been going for a while tonight. Uh, we will get together. Should we get together at the end of the trade period? Is that once the list is, mm. once they've done all it's, the movements, when it's let's let's dusted, get together yeah. and we'll see. We'll 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 size it up. We'll see where we think they've got holes. We'll come together once we've done all the de- once the delistings are finalised. The acquisitions are locked in. Um, we'll have a look at so the So that's after the kids as well. Yeah. Oh, should we do it before the national draft? What do you I reckon? Don't know. What do you reckon? Because it Grand Final Eve. What is that? Well, say what you're thinking. Oh, oh yeah, the the drinkathon. What, uh, what are you saying? The I gra- don't know. You said <laughs> the gra- 
grand final leave. You said it's we're going to have a drinkathon. Oh, well, should we? We can put that out on Twitter. No, oh, you can oh, put it yeah, out we'll on, Twitter, yeah. on Twitter. We don't have to worry Sweet. about that now. Um, look, thanks for um, sticking with us. She's been two hours and forty-two minutes. You're joking. Oh, They're going to have to listen to this uh, in several, in, in, several, in, um, in three lots, in several listings. Oh. Let us know what you think. We've been. I reckon we've been. Well, I'm interested in the way some of the players have been assessed on the season. I wonder whether hopefully you two, you like. Yeah, there's a lot of honesty. Well. Honesty yeah. is what they want. Honesty is what they get. I hope so. Uh, if you haven't. Um, been a correspondent in the past, you can. At, it's on Twitter, at The Carlton Show. Uh, so that's it for the 2017 postseason review. Yes, All right. but we still have one to go. We do. Um, 30. I'll see you next time. Number 30. See you again. Vinnie White. Vinnie White. Vinnie White. Oh, Jared White. And they will know that they've been playing against the famous old dark blues. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.